in my white tee. Yeah, call the pipe Williams for the hype, please. <laughs> they gon' wipe you before you wipe me. Unboxes of checks, not my Nikes. Eat. Cactus, not no white tee. <laughs> Ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome back to the Locker Room Banter Podcast Show. Mother ladies are always welcome. That they are, that they are. We are at episode 49, y'all. Yes, sir. Rocking and rolling, rolling and rocking, man. So let me first give y'all my quick social media so y'all know where to find me. That way you know where to go to get the latest information. That's going to be on Instagram and War W underscore 357. That's A-N. W-A-R, the letter W underscore 357, Watts. Yo, you ought to know who it is, man. This is your boy Watts. You can come to you live and direct from the studio here in ATL, Georgia. You can hit your boy up on Instagram and Twitter at Watts number four. That is W-A-T-T-S number four on both Instagram and Twitter, man. Two. Shit. It's been a while, my brother. Facts. Yeah, a couple weeks. Just inside two weeks. Nothing too major, but you know. We did say we were going to do better. I actually feel like we're doing better still. We're doing a little better. We're doing, we're doing a little, a little better. better. We're giving the people a little bit more to listen to. You know, a little bit. Um, podcasting is becoming a new thing overall since everybody quarantined. And so I feel like everybody podcasting, <laughs> our friends, our family, everybody doing it. That's real. I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you too, man. You know, I'll be kind of private about, you know, what be going on and all that stuff. But now mm-hmm. my auntie done leaked out. I think either my auntie or my uncle done leaked out to the moms. What so you moms mean? is tuning in. Oh, oh man. So I got to put a little filter on it? Nah, ain't no filter, bro. <laughs> ain't no filter right here, man. We just uh, out here. <laughs> nah, that part, nah. It don't matter. They know who we are anyway. So For real, anyway, man. as you see, we repping the, uh, the, the alumni, the alma mater. I got the hat, my dog got the sweater on. So one quick shout out to the highest of Seven Hills, Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. Founded October third, eighteen eighty seven. What that part? That's like, oh man. So you ain't even know that part. I just had to put you on that. Here but anyway, go. it goes, man. Shout out to fam. You. <laughs> By the time y'all hear this episode, it's gonna be our birthday. Yeah. And we out here representing for the HBCUs, and it is also HBCU week as well. You didn't see? even know that. I mean, see, that's see, why I threw that plug out there. That's why we wearing this. See, look at it. Look at the world. Look how God worked. He just had us wear our alumni yeah, shit. No better. Yeah, but yeah no either better. way, we in there. Shout out to yeah, our university. Two more days to make his birthday. So we, we, we rocking. Um, rockin'. And most of our listeners are Rattlers. So therefore, y'all know what time it is. Unfortunately, this week is not homecoming week. <laughs> oh, this week was supposed to be homecoming week? I think October 4th, which would I be mean, Saturday, I don't know. right? Yeah, it would be Saturday. I, I don't think know. this weekend was supposed to be homecoming week. That sucks that we're 2020 is doing us like they're doing <laughs> us, you know? Because um, we're supposed to be turning up right now. We're supposed to be having our homecoming episode or be in damn Tallahassee. Shit, you know, maybe even recording there. You know true, what I mean? True, true, Well, I actually didn't have any plans of going to homecoming because I wasn't going to go to homecoming. But next year, homecoming, yeah. that shit going to be lit. Whenever, Everybody. Matter of fact, hey. I need to go ahead and start booking some rooms just to Bruh, be in the For real, for real. <laughs> be in the and some shit. Calling my people that live there. Whatever I got to do, you right. If we get back popping by next year, because honestly, the way 2020 going, I mean, we can all hope and wish that 2021 is going to be so much better, but this shit might fucking carry over. Your president said that um, that shit going to be back to normal. Shit, I know. And then they say if if Biden get in there, he's shutting this bitch down. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like either which way for the world, you know, we looking pretty sus. If you think about it, though, I mean, they say like if everybody just sit their ass down for 14 days, we'd probably be good. Technically, yes, but is that possible? I mean, of course it's not possible because we got niggas out here that want to go drifting in the mall and shit. I mean, (laughs) that's one thing, but also it ain't even just us. It's the organizations that tell our black ass to get the fucking work. I mean, it's not even just just us to work, but it's, uh, of course, when I say niggas, I'm not saying just black people. I'm saying (laughs) ignorant motherfuckers, including white people who are out here that just want to, like, nah, you can't tell me what to do. They're going to go out and do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, they have actually uh, COVID parties. You know, they're having some. Oh, you saw that about the dude, about the college guy? Yes. 
this dumbass. <laughs> the one that's, that tried to see how many people can catch it or some dumb shit like no, that. No, there was one. There was one dude that was. I think I'm not sure if it was Ohio State or something where where they had the um, they were having a, a party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Him and his roommates at the party had already got tested positive for COVID nineteen. Um, but still, they just had the party, and the yeah. police was like, "Yo, you just got pulled up, got his idea, like, yo, mm-hmm. you, you just got tested positive. Why yeah, are you yeah. having a party?" And I just seen like at least thirty people just come out of your house. Now they all and he was like, get, mm-hmm. "So I mean, we're just you know we're just nah. here on our property." I'm like, "Nah, bro, that's still a legal gathering, bro." <sighs> white people being white people. And then, and then there are also those uh, those parties that you just said, the COVID nineteen parties, where yeah, yeah, they out are just. And we want to see how many people can catch yeah, it. Yeah, see how many people can catch it or see if it's a real thing and a lot of people catch it. Like, they'll have those big, what's the big uh, paint party things that... Uh, the paint sips? No, no, the joints that, that y'all used to do. The uh, When you fucking jumping around and all Oh, the, ra- uh, the juve party. That part, them little things, the little, yeah. Hey, them shits was fun. Shout out to them all, my uh, Caribbean pet people and all that stuff going yeah. out, you know, to the carnival and all that lie. shit. That shit was fun. You've never been to carnival, have you? Nope. Oh, my God. In the carnival, on the carnival, oh I've been my to god, was Carnival Cruise Line taking me to the Bahamas? You married? You might not need to go to Carnival. <laughs> yeah, so I take a weekend off the wedding. Oh, I can take a weekend off. You might not need to go to Carnival, bro. I promise you. There's a meme out, and I had posted it the other day that said, uh, "Once a uh, once an island woman started dancing on you, she oh, I seen like that shit. St- uh, st- take your soul." I seen that shit. It's, it's real though, bro. It's real. Like just ha- just haven't been out and about. Just think about your Tallahassee days in the. The, the Caribbean women that we knew out there. Whether no, you, you think you think it, that was bad. Well, I'm just saying that alone. They separate themselves just yeah. from your typical Miami, Lauderdale, you know, Jacksonville, whatever, with that. So imagine when you're out there. Like, oh, my God. I've been to Jamaica a couple times, but again, it was with the wife, so no, I didn't get a t- to no, test that side is, of it. This is literally straight fucking with clothes on. Man, shit. <laughs> literally, it don't matter the party, whether it's a juve, whether it's actual carnival, whether it's, uh, it, they got so many different parties because it's literally a, a Depending on which kind of you go to, yeah, when yeah. I went to Carabana, that's also a great one as well. That's it's literally the Canada, a, right? Yeah, that's it's literally a party nonstop for at least like seven days, bro. Boy, boy, boy. Nonstop meaning that you leaving the club to go to the after party, you're leaving the after party to go to the morning party, <laughs> you leaving the morning party to go to the day party. Yeah, that's what I mean by nonstop. It was crazy. Like, <laughs> is, if people listen to that, you be like, oh, I need to see what that's about. Think about think about what he just said. It's nonstop fucking partying. Do you know how many naps we be needing right now just Man, for regular party? Everybody be like, I everybody. gotta get my 15, 20 minute nap in. Right Bro, I now. need, hey, I wouldn't do it. I'll be honest. Because I said the same shit just going to Vegas. And everybody knows how Vegas is. You lose all your fucking sleep on a plane. And then, you know, the whole uh, jet lag thing. By the time I got to Vegas, it was like 10 at night. Mind you, in our time back here, that's really what? One? One in the morning or They're some shit like that? about three, four hours behind us. Yeah, so one yeah. in the morning. So... Everybody's like, let's hit the strip. I'm like, bro, it's one in the morning in my mind. My body's telling me it's one in the morning. I need a fucking nap. Because technically, I'm in the bed at this time. You're doing it wrong. You're supposed I to know. either get your sleep in on the plane. I tried. Shit. Are you going, you're supposed to be getting drunk on the plane. So that yeah, way, yeah. when you get off, you already have that energy. That's, <laughs> you're doing it wrong, bro. You're know. doing it wrong. However, it went, it didn't work. So in other words, I had missed like the first two hours of my Vegas time. And then I hit the strip. There was a time in Vegas, and I went out there with Jerry. Shout out Jerry. Eric was there too. Like Jerry, face. Jerry was there. Eric was there. <laughs> Ronnie was supposed to be there, but he had backed out. You remember? I think yo yo. This is around one, the time I had 
planned to go for my birthday, me and Ronnie's birthday, but then Ronnie didn't show up because he had backed out. Him and Chavaris backed out right. last minute. What? Shout out okay. to them bitch ass niggas. That's not doing fight year. That wasn't this, was, this wasn't doing that fight year. I did go during that fight year too. Yeah. But this one wasn't doing the fight year. Maybe it was. Because your birthday always fall when Mayweather fight. It was doing fight, fight year. Yeah. It was doing it was doing it was doing the last Mayweather fight on yeah. Cinco de Mayo weekend. And we went out there and when I got out when I landed. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the fuck we was just you know it's hard for me to get drunk <laughs> you know it's hard for me to get drunk I promise you bro I was so lit yeah like it's three o'clock in the morning all I remember is Jerry and them on a bridge and I'm just walking down the street going in my own Damn. direction doing my own thing because they trying like to t- they trying to call it a night and I'm like yeah, no yeah. no I'm out here <laughs> that's you yeah. sound like you sound like Rito man because that's how Rito was when we was out there man we was all like hey bro. This shit over with, bro. Let's just charge the first night to the game. He was like, no, we're not doing that. Let's just keep going. I'm like, it got to the point you see women just stumbling with their slippers in their hands because their feet was hurting for walking so, so long. Good, I remember I hit 30,000 steps in that day, that first day. I went even out there the whole day. 30,000 steps on my Apple Watch. That's the thing about Vegas, though. Vegas is great. It's a good party time. Mm-hmm. If you're a gambler, it's probably even better. I'm not yeah, a gambler. Yeah. And I, so... It was cool, but after three, four days, that's it. That's it. That's it. I can't yeah, do it. We had a discussion on the plane, and it was uh, some women and uh, some dudes, and they were describing Vegas to somebody who had only been, who mm-hmm. never been. And he was like, Vegas is somewhere you don't want to be more than 48 to 72 hours. Yeah. You know, the ladies were like, speak for yourself. I've been here 60 years. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she was a, a local, you know what yeah. I mean? So I went out there one time with Elena and them, and I think that was probably the longest stint, maybe like five days. And, like, okay. I was just like... I'm just, I just, yeah. I'm just done. I'm just done. They, we're doing the same thing. We're just walking Facts. down the strip. Facts. We're going, Facts. walking down the strip. We're going to uh, get some more drinks. That's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, it's only. I mean, if you it ain't, do a, that. especially if it ain't pool party season, it's yeah, so boring. Yeah, I know, bro. I went during pool party season the first two times. I think the other time was um, no, I think they were all during pool party season, so it was mm-hmm. perfect. So it was pretty cool. But um, I wanted to go with the wife because I wanted to do the whole magic show and, you know, the fake celebrity show, all that kind I of still, stuff. I still, I've never made it. I still, I want to see that part of it. You know I want to see that part of it too. But I, I'm not doing that with the fellas. Like when yeah. we go out, we doing bar crawls and we doing all kinds yeah. of crazy shit. So, yeah, but nah. I still have never made it to a show. That Everybody keep asking me, well, how did you do it? How yeah, it was the Michael Jackson show. It was the damn uh, yeah, I did. I've yeah. never made it to not one show. Nah, I, I haven't either. I, one of my friends did, one of my homegirls that I went out with, they, they went to the Chippendale show and I was like, well, I'm going to the pool party. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I, y'all have fun. I'm taking my ass to the pool party. But, yep. but Vegas is, is a vibe, but it's nothing like Carnival. I promise you that much. Nah, I can believe it. I still Carnival want, I still is, want on to some, see is on a whole other level. Yeah, my sister, uh, she used to frequent the carnival. Well, first she started with the uh, Labor Day Parade in New York, the typical Brooklyn one. But, you know, she's Trini, my uh, oldest sister. So she would always go down straight to, first to Miami for years. She would go to mm-hmm. Miami and do the, the carnival down there. But then she upgraded and just went to the one straight in Trinidad. So she goes straight to Trini and does that. Carnival. You know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to break you in easy. Pause, <laughs> pause, pause. <Super> pause. <laughs> I'm going to break you in easy. Uh, when they start having, like, the Car- Caribbean parties up here, the Caribbean parties, how do mm-hmm. you pronounce it? When they start having like igloo and all that stuff up here, I'm gonna take yeah. you to one of them. I just do want that, you do to that. see. I just want to see, and, and Monique gonna have to understand. I was gonna say bro, my wife trusts you again, so we we should be straight. I, you now, know what I mean? now, but yeah, <laughs> no, I you promise again. you, bro, you are gonna be like, what the <laughs> fuck, bro? Like they I they, they I don't love care. Her. They, you remember? You know how we always say like we miss house parties and we miss people actually dancing. Yeah, this is that's the only scene now that people are actually just we don't yeah. give a fuck. We out here dancing. We don't care if we get wet, and what because people out here throwing water bottles, or mm-hmm. squirting water bottles, to drink on them. We out here dancing, we out here having a good time. That's the only atmosphere now in this day and age that I can yeah. think of where it's 
no hole, no hole, yeah. whatever, no hole bars, no, whatever. Yeah, I understand. No like, yeah, pr- you just that, that maybe that may be just missed the early years on the hill. So before we get too much into that, I'm gonna say uh, shout out to the homie who we just spoke about, uh, Angie and Shayla, because um, I think that's what we need to do. We need to make that next episode like a reminisce episode. You know what I'm saying? A we reminisce might even, episode. We might even do like a, a play. A tally ho episode or something like that. Bring them in; <laughs> they can give us the women perspective of it and whatnot. What? I mean, we had a, we kind of lived a similar, you know, uh, life on the hill. You know, they, I don't know what they live. I know they might have lived a little bit more lavish than us. Yeah, they, they, think, they did a little more I lavish because you know this we, was we, Miss, we were on the same. This was Miss line. Miami. This Miss was Miami. loving hip hop uh, before <laughs> loving hip hop. Like, and, <laughs> no, it was Flavor Flav, wasn't Flavor it? Flav, yeah, uh, yeah Flavor Love, Flavor Love, Flavor Love. Yeah, my dog may have made an, uh, made then, a name for herself yeah. up there. Literally a name for herself <laughs> from the Miami, show. Man. But nah, we're going we gonna to have my dog uh, Miami on the next one with Shayla because they got their podcast going as well, and they popping off. Oh, man. So, I mean, that's another thing. Like I said, the podcast move is, is it's going everywhere. Podcast move is going everywhere. I mean, there's a lot of big moves going on. I mean, I think a lot Apple Music did make some good big deals with a lot of Apple Music, with a lot of different uh, podcast uh, things going on. Of course, I don't know. You're not necessarily a listener, but a lot of our listeners are listeners yeah. of the Joe Button podcast, who just and they deal with Spotify. Um, but there, there's a lot of different podcasts that's popping up. Um, shout out to Open Bar Radio. I believe they're supposed to be recording sometime soon. So shout out to Ronnie and Dallas and uh, yeah. Kiosha. They're supposed to be out back on it again, man. Podcast mm-hmm. game's popping. And um, yeah, if y'all have any sponsors, anything y'all want to send over hey, to, shit, to, to the players, I'm trying to tell you. Send and, them over and, to your boy. And the name of the podcast is Brains and Beauty Times Two. So yeah, shout out to y'all's podcast, Shayla and um and Angie. We're gonna definitely stay tuned on that because we all trying to make moves in this podcast life. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, man. Yeah. Anyway, shit. About enough about us. What's popping out here in these streets? Um, well, number one thing, what do we want to start at? Do you want to start with the number one topic that's kind of going off right now, which is the, uh, the, the presidential debate? Yeah, let's bore them with that first, because it honestly wasn't much to talk about except fucking, <laughs> I mean, we argue less than that, and we fucking argue. How you gonna say it ain't much to talk about, but you, you didn't watch I mean. it. I watched enough of it to understand. <laughs> Honestly, you already knew what it was going to be. I honestly. knew that you wasn't going to watch it. <laughs> That's I, what I knew. Because I, I knew I couldn't deal with no two hours of that man talking, period. Uh, but no, no. Anyway, uh, you can speak on it just to give, you know, from what you watched. So this past, was it Monday or Tuesday? I can't remember. It was Tuesday because it wasn't no sports song. So that's the only reason why I remember. <laughs> and on Monday night, there was the Ravens in Baltimore um, had their Monday night football game, which was a great game. We're going to get into that a little bit later in our sports segment, ladies and gentlemen. So please hold on. Hold on. <laughs> but Tuesday night, uh, they, we had the very first presidential debate with Joe Biden and uh, Donald uh, Cheeto face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, and I, I, we've talked about this in the past on pat- previous episodes about how Donald, um, and I'm going to call him Donald because, you know, I, I support Donald Duck. <laughs> this fool here. Donald, um, he, we are, we, he, he doesn't debate, he argues. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but in my uh, when I think of a debate, I'm thinking of someone who's going to prove, answer questions, and provide you with feedback of how they're going to uh, resolve said question or mm-hmm. answer said question. Uh, Donald doesn't do that. All he does is banter. <laughs> That's the reason why we came up with the name of this podcast. Uh, so when we first started this podcast, Anwar came up with the um, lock, with the Locker Room Banter Podcast because he felt like all this guy does is 
create banter. So that's kind of how we came up with the name. Uh, because all we're going to do, really, honestly, when we having a conversation, we're not really having a conversation. We're just creating banter between homeboys. That's it. <laughs> Pretty much as asked for you. So um, what ended up happening was they had a 90-minute debate mm-hmm. um, in Ohio. Uh, and uh, it was just a little bit of everywhere. Um, Donald kind of went, Donald just kind of just, he, he, he basically was trying to attack Biden and let let Biden know that he's not fit to fit into the position. And Biden was trying to defend himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they both made themselves look childish yeah. because um, even though I don't necessarily fault Biden, um, again, the, there are two different parties that's running right now. Donald and uh, Mike Pence, who are running for the Republicans. Mm-hmm. And we also have... Um, we also have uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris running mm-hmm. for Democrat. Um, Joe just didn't convey, I believe, he didn't convey any message at all. Well, did he, he get an opportunity to? He didn't get an opportunity to, and that's the point of the point where I was kind of saying what Donald just wanted to create banter and mm-hmm. just made it seem like um, Joe wasn't fit for the uh, position of president. So... I mean, it was just a little bit everywhere. It was yeah. all over the place, and it was just sloppy. Even the moderator, who was just oh, trying man. to, you know, be peacemaker between, <laughs> was Donald was even attacking him from the beginning. Yeah. Like within the first five minutes, he's like, "Am I here to debate? Am I here to debate Joe, yeah, or am I here to debate you?" And it was just all over the place. And um, the the moderator couldn't even get two minutes in. He couldn't get his time in. Um, but one of the highlight points is that um, Donald would not renounce uh, the white supremacist yeah. groups. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm going to give you a, I'm going yeah. I'm I'm, I'm hand it off to you and yeah, get your um, thoughts on that. With that being said, I mean, that is definitely the, probably the top point where, um, a main question came up because again, he's like, like Watts said, he wouldn't give Biden a chance to, to speak at all, let alone answer any questions at the, um, what do you call the guy again? The moderator to, that yep. acts. So every time he tried to answer, he would try to give a, an answer and Trump would cut him off. Biden was, you know trying to allow it because he really wanted to answer, but certain things he just couldn't. He just had to defend himself on. But when he finally got to the point of, okay, will you um, denounce uh, white supremacy and whatnot, he was like, okay, I can do that. He's like, well, do it. Even the moderator was like, well, say it. Do it. They all looked at him, and then Trump got quiet and was like, uh, what do, what do you want me to call? Give me a name. What, you, what, what do you want me to call? And he said, white supremacists is what they are. What we really need to be paying attention to is the is the left wing. And he just went completely left on the whole conversation. Actually, his first words were, stand by, what he said, um, stand back and stand by. Stand Pretty back m- and stand by. Stand yep. back and stand by. Now, come on now. Those words, even though he, I don't know how he meant to say it, how it was said, but when he was speaking, he was speaking about the white supremacists. He was like, stand back and stand by. Pretty much y'all on call, you know what I'm saying? I got y'all. Just, you know, stand back, stand by. We'll get to that later. Hey, but what we really need to focus on is this left wing. He completely went away from the question. It was an easy question. All he had to do was say, yes, I, I denounce it. You know what I'm saying? Even if it was just that simple. But he could not bring himself to say that because he knew, you know what I'm saying, hey, that's that's who he's rooting for. That's who he's pushing. So anyway, that was just one of the main points that he couldn't do. I think he had a follow-up where he tried to answer the question to the public, like, you know, either hours later or the next day, just in a regular old conversation. But it still didn't go, it didn't go well at all either. There was just a lot of... Um and I'm gonna actually play the audio. Let's let's see. I, I think I found the audio for us to kind of go ahead and uh, uh, to kind of talk about it a little bit. I just want to kind of hear your thoughts on on how this went. Okay. Copy that. Democrats have not criticized the 
the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland? Sure, are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? I would, ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right wing. So what are you, what are you, you look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I, it. Do it. Say it. <laughs> You want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right like me to condemn? White supremacists and right boys, stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about. So yeah, man. Stand back and stand by. Stand back and stand by. Like, you know what? Stand back. It's like I mean, almost like he wanted to start doing it, but he's uh, just stand by. Next subject. You know what I mean? That basically <laughs> sounds like. We ain't, we ain't going to war yet. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So that was one of the biggest points that was brought up. And again, uh, and then there were also another point that was brought up was about uh, ballots that's going to uh, absentee ballots that's kind of being mailed out right now. Um, I actually got my absentee ballot. I remember I had a conversation. I was like, yo, I requested absentee ballot like I lost yeah, so yeah. long ago. I actually got my absentee ballot maybe uh, last week, and I actually went ahead and did my vote and sent it back. Um, but Joe Biden was kind of was like, you know, if once you request your absentee ballot, and once you get it in, Please send it back as early as possible because the later that you send it back in, that means that the later that your vote may get counted, or later that it may not, it may not even get counted, or mm -hmm. something that's going to come up. And Trump kind of went on a rant basically about um, how he doesn't believe that the absentee ballot system works. Um, mm -hmm. He basically just said that um, if he doesn't win, it's going, it's something's wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah. And he said something similar like that, honestly, with the in the Hillary election. Uh -huh. Like, if you follow witness, it's it's because of this and that and the third. And like, hey, man, you just, I mean, he won, obviously, but um, no. Anyway. Yeah. So that means that brings up a lot of questions about what's going on with the absentee ballot. Yeah. So if you're a registered vote, please make sure that you're monitoring mm -hmm. what's going on with your ballot. First and foremost, please check those licenses. If you if you are out there voting, mm -hmm. check your license because this is something I've dealt with for many years where I was always behind on my dress matching, you know, my my license. You know, mm -hmm. you remember this time we, we had discussions in the past. I used to have a Florida address for years living in Georgia, which would make it very hard for me to go through this process. But even before that, or after that, rather, I had an old apartment address on my license. Mind you, I've been in my home for like five, six years. And it wasn't until I've re as of recent that I actually updated my license to have my address match. It's something you're supposed to do in the first 30 days of moving, but you wouldn't believe how many people don't do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I didn't update. Well, I updated my address. I just had a Florida license. You still? still no, I, no before, <laughs> before, before I moved to this house, I had a, a Florida license. I remember. And the main reason why I kept my Florida registration is because my aunt, shout out to Daisy Lynham, was running for um, office back in Florida. So okay. I would request the absentee ballot. Every every down there, just to make sure I continue to vote for her, um, and even I, even before Chavarez got elected, I made sure I voted for Chavarez before I just went ahead and transferred my stuff. Yeah. So that's the reason why, because I had family members back in Florida, I wanted to make sure I had to vote for them. Um, but um, when you you are correct, once you move, you are able to uh, you're supposed to update your address uh, thirty days and. My address was still up to date. It just was the Florida license. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how to I, trust me. Don't, hey, like I don't, you said, if you I don't get, they, allow, system, you they allow me to do it. So because <laughs> I, I did that as well. Remember, uh, for the first about five years here in Atlanta, I had the same thing where they're like, 
how do you have a Florida address on your, I mean, a Georgia address on your Florida license? I'm like, well, yeah. As long as you do it online, it's your system. Exactly. Hey. Once you buy, once you buy a home, though, you actually yeah. have to. You have to. That's when I did it. When I got my home, I was, I was forced to do that. Even with a Florida number, which I had for a while, I was forced to change to a Georgia number when I had no. A certain job made me do that. But yeah, definitely check those licenses. You know, make sure the address matches where your home is at the current time. And as Watt says, the earlier in, the earlier you can be counted if you're out there voting, you know. Yeah, man. So please make sure y'all register to vote because this is um, the toughest time for us to, uh, the toughest election that we're probably going to have to have right now, whether it's even having your vote counted at all mm-hmm. or whether it's voting to just get this guy out of the office. Yeah. Um, I do want to say one point, and I'm probably going to get a lot of slap at this. Last week you got canceled because he was talking about Beyonce <laughs> last time. I think I might get canceled this time, dog. Uh-oh. What you got to say? So after the debate, I've stayed up for about an hour or so later just to kind of watch the post-debate stuff that was going on. Um, You know, the fact-check guy on CNN, the fact-check guy on Fox. And it's funny when the contrast that you kind of see when you're watching Fox News versus Mm -hmm. CNN. Um, But I stayed up on CNN. uh, Kamala Harris came up, and she did like a uh, follow-up thing for these stations um, just to kind of, you know, see how – just I guess they want to see her her view on how Biden – did in the in the in the debate, she did not help Biden's case, and Damn. it kind of worried me a little bit. And I know that a lot of people are gonna be like, "Well, she's a black woman. You out here attacking black women?" Nah, they won't. I mean, if you have a valid reason, then hey, it's, it's your fucking reason. But I'm shit. just saying, dog. It just it, it. She didn't sell me on anything as well. Uh, there was a question in particular. I'm trying to think of what the question was. Um, there was I can't remember exactly what the question was. But there was a question in particular where she uh, basically gave the same exact answer that Joe Biden gave, mm. and it didn't give me any confidence as well. And she, I, I don't know, her personality just didn't stick out to me. Um, the next debate that's supposed to be coming up is supposed to be the vice president's debate with Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. I'm a little worried because <laughs> I do feel like Mike Pence going to attack her, and I'm not yeah. sure if Kamala could uh, take it. Um, but I think this upcoming Wednesday, which is the – 15th or something like that. Oh, that that's next week. Yeah, this next week. Um, so let me see. Let me see. Let me today's the first, date. so that's two weeks. No, let me get the date. So the 15th so, Thursday is a Thursday. So the 15th is Thursday. So is it the 14th? And on the 7th. That's when that oh, uh, so vice, okay. vice president's debate is supposed to be. So I, I, I'm rooting for Kamala. I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for Biden. I want him to kind of show up strong. Um, but I do feel like Pence may give a little bit more mature debate than uh, what Donald did. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll probably hear more about them. I mean, it's just like in the work industry where your assistant, I mean, we've been assistants before, does more work than the actual manager or more than the actual supervisor. So therefore, you're going to probably get the best of it from them. Is that, but I don't know if that's the case when it comes to the president. I would hope not, but I mean, (laughs) I think that we still may. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because usually they're the ones that, you know, do the dirty work, have the most knowledge because they're the ones bringing everything to them. Well, the ones that do the most dirty work, and shout out to uh, the senators and again, uh, the commissioners and all that stuff, and shout out to Javaris again, is those lower level stuff. Like I said, the Senate, the um, the state of representatives, those are the ones who actually do the the work. Um, And then, you know, Oh, that was the question. The question was about expanding the judges if they don't get the judge that they want in office that replace them. who was it that just passed? Uh, Lewis, John Lewis. No, 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 no. There was a judge, the judge, the lady judge that just passed. Oh, I thought she meant uh Dang, you suck. You suck. Anwar doesn't know Oh, that, shit. Man. When it comes to politics, yeah, damn right. I don't know about that. <laughs> thought I had one there. Sorry. 
Thought I was bringing it on home. Dang, bro. But there was a judge that just passed, uh, a, a, a Supreme judge that just passed, um, and there's only like like seven seats. And that's what, that's, uh, what they're kind of going on right now to kind of debate. And that's what it was. Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg, she died at the age of 87, and she served on the Supreme Court. And there's like seven seats, I believe. Uh, but right now, since she did pass, you know, uh, Donald gets the opportunity to place whoever he wants in that seat. Gotcha. So, um the question that was asked to Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris was if such and such that you do not like, I don't necessarily mm. know the person's name, get selected to the seat, uh, do you guys, and you guys won the election, do you guys have plans to expand uh, the Supreme Court judges? Um, and neither one of them will give a direct answer yeah. on that. Um, so Yeah, that was brought up, I think, in the debate as well, because they were asking, um, Biden made a point. He was like, usually we get a chance to all judge. The people get a chance to judge, to not judge, right. to vote, come together, decide. But because we're already in the, you know, process of debate and election, he just gets to play somebody. So yeah. that's that's not fair. In other words, what he's saying. Yeah. So yeah, I understand. Yeah, his concern there. You should. I mean, that's that's where the decision should be made at that level. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to Ruth Bader Ginsburg because she also did a lot of uh, stood up for a lot of women's rights as well. Um, and she done a lot in her 87 years here with us. Uh, so shout out to Ruth Bader, Bader Ginsburg. Um, yeah. you, you are definitely a legend. You definitely appreciate it for the work that you've done. Um, and we know that that guy that's in office right now doesn't necessarily like you um, per se, but uh, we appreciate everything that you've done. So, yeah. Shout out to Baby Roots. I mean, a candy bar been rocking this for guy, a minute, I too. I knew he was about to say something. For like, <laughs> ignorant as hell. <laughs> anyway, oh now, no anyway, but yeah, definitely. I didn't know enough about her to, to act like I have this big, you know, thank you, but yeah. All right, we bored y'all with the politics. Facts, we about facts. to get into the shits, man. Um, I do want to, before we, before we go ahead and get into the music, I do want to give you, get you some intakes on some shit. All right, what you All got? Right. <laughs> I got to find it real quick because there's this guy out here who's doing... Um, Who's doing impressions? Not the Kevin Hart one. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Funny as fuck, boy. No, this guy. Uh, his name is Suave Hart on Instagram. He's got known. He's been known on TikTok for a while now, I guess. Um, but he kind of went viral over the past couple of weeks because of his Kevin Hart impression. Yeah. So I'm gonna play a little bit of it just for a little bit. And for tell the me, right you don't quick. hear his voice only. <laughs> membership is Kevin Hart. Let's do it. Thank you for calling O2 Fitness. Press 1 for new members. We're calling O2 Fitness Racing Drive. This is Ebony. How may I direct your call? I was actually hoping to talk to someone about a gym membership. This nigga. Nailed it. Talk to me about a gym membership. Okay, Ebony, this is Kevin Hart. I'm in town for the weekend. Um, I was actually thinking about getting a gym membership, just something short term. I don't need nothing long, maybe like two or three days. I'm only in town for mm-hmm. a few days, so I'm actually going to fly out soon. So I was actually thinking, what, like, do you guys do celebrity discounts? Celebrity discount? Yes, ma'am. Um, Come on, well, Ebony, it's have... Kevin Hart. Me and you, I, I, I know you already feel the vibe. Oh, I'm my like... gosh. Is this Kevin Hart? <laughs> this is actually Hart. Kevin Hart. I wouldn't lie about that. Swear oh, to God. my God. I think it's Kevin Hart. It is Kevin oh, Hart. How you doing? It's him. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It is. It is. How you doing? It's him. I, I love, swear to God, I love you. Know... Can you. Can you repeat that one more time? I'm so sorry. Okay, my boss said if you want to come in here for two to three right days, now. Him, two oh. to three days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to work out, you gotta come in right now. I have to come, come in here right now. I just got in town. I gotta unload my bags and everything. Dwayne Johnson. Come, come now. 
I've never actually heard an impression like somebody doing an impression of Kevin Hart, but that shit was yeah, spot on. Yeah, me neither. Like I think I've heard uh Jay Farrell attempt and he Jay Farrell for some Kevin. reason, yeah, I'm about to say Jay Farrell's not he 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 could do the Jay Z joint, I get it, nah. but it's not it's not he, he's overrated two, to me. He's very overrated to me. I I don't even want to go down this road because this is not what we're here for to talk about <laughs> the people that suck. But um he I think he just nailed the Denzel and the Will Smith. Um everyone else is a force, you know yeah. what I mean? To me. And everyone has their good ones, you know what I'm saying? Where they nail it and everything else, they just assume that, okay, you could do anybody, do this person. Yeah. No, he nailed those two and that's it. Just like so, uh Aerie Spears and the Jay Z. He nailed the Jay Z. So to your point, I uh, want you to, I want you to hear his uh Terrence Howard. Have you heard uh, that one yet? No, I haven't. All right. Tell me if it's spot on or if it's spot off. All right, what you got? Oh, I'm finna do this for Empire, man. Cookie and Hakeem matches. Let's go, man. Let's call Hooters, man. Hey, yes, man. This is Lucia's line, man. You guys taking walk-ins right now? Yes, we are. Y'all taking walk-ins right now? Uh-huh. Good, good, because, baby, I'm so hungry. I can feel my damn stomach touching my ribs, man. Mm, well, you better come get in here and get you some food. <laughs> Y'all got ribs, man? We ain't got no ribs for me, man. No, man, we got some wings for you. Got some wings for me, little baby. Uh-huh, and we got some burgers if you want that. A little bit of seafood. I'm loving your vibe right now, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Let me tell you something. You want to, you know Cookie, baby? Cookie? From Empire, baby. Come on, man. <laughs> so... I think he nailed maybe Lucius Lyon, but he didn't nail Terrence Howard, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I can hear it, and I mean, but it was a reach. He had to use all of his lingo in order to make it make sense. I think that, I think he kind of messed it up by one trying to be Lucius Lyon. Yeah, 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 exactly. He could have just been Terrence. Yeah, he should have <laughs> just been Terrence. And just, yeah, I think that's why he messed it up. But he sounded like hustling and flow Terrence more than anything. But the but, cat uh, talented, man. I, yeah, I thought it was, it was talented, man. I wanted to applaud him, man. Uh, his name is Suave. Uh, what is his name? I don't remember, though. Suave Hart. <laughs> I think he just kind of, I think he might have just switched that shit just because Kevin Hart's situation. Name, yeah. I don't know, but whatever. No, but that's cool, man. Everybody got a little talent. He got one. Let's hope he could make something of it because that's how a lot of people get started, something that damn simple. Yeah, Shit, man. look at the whole Wild and Outcast. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I did, shout out to the Wild and Outcast. I think B. Simone was one of the ones that was on fire for basically stealing the book. I think they were saying. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what, bro? Me and my wife spoke, and I'm like, I don't know what she did, who she is, why she's on here. Now, they were saying that she basically, she had, because she came out with a book earlier this year. And literally, the book was side by side a copy of somebody else who had created the same book, basically. 
<laughs> but she's got her other hustle. She got her makeup line, I believe, and some other um, cosmetic stuff like clothes. She was uh, ambassador for Savage Fenty yeah. and all that stuff. And like, who's the little the Asian girl? What the fuck does she do? The little one Asian that can girl. barely speak. That's super super thick, but nasty thick with it. Oh, uh, is that the Mimi chick? Uh, she, I think she she used to be on Love and Hip Hop. Okay, uh, she's she just aggravates me to talk. Yeah, she, she, she's not funny. Not at all. <laughs> she's she not n- funny. Oh, she's, I don't know what the fuck And there's another from. girl that's like, everybody's kind of like go crazy over because yeah, she's a viral comedian on Instagram. Pretty that V. skinny one? Pretty V. She's not funny to me at all. That skinny one, right? Bro. Yeah. Yeah. She's not yeah. funny to me at all. She's bro. extra as fuck. She's like she's the fucking... extra as fuck. The Marlon Wayans of the show. Yeah, she'd be on Desi Bank page doing like the little skits on how hood niggas doing all that shit. But yeah. anyway, she's not funny. Anyway, <laughs> that's all. That's what I got, man, for some shits. You got any more shits over there before we get into music? Um, shit. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. There's not much shits taking place. I'm sure there are, but... Right now, it sounds like the music world is where the shits is. You know what I'm saying? The music world is where the shits is. So, does that mean we need to go ahead and jump into right the hottest it. topic right now? Right to it. Right to it. You want to give the introduction or you want me? Yeah, I got you. So, right now, it seems like, okay, um, wait, I don't even know what day it dropped. So, Friday. See, this is Friday. why I said, do you want me to get an introduction? Because you, you said got it. Because, I mean, I, mean, I was going to go into it, but I wanted to have, be precise on my release date. All right. So, let's go ahead and give me, let me get the exact date. I guess we could get the exact date. So, the exact date is on Friday, September 25th. Yeah, September 25th. Um, you know, there. About a week ago. About a week ago. Then you guide. Um, your guy, what is his new name? Tory Lanez, uh, a.k.a. Daystar, which is his real name. Uh, finally emerged from the depths after this uh, situation that occurred with him and Megan Thee Stallion uh, a couple months ago. Um, he basically went on Instagram and basically made a post that said, you know, everybody has their story, but, you know, uh, I, I tried to stay caught, quiet about it, but today I got time, so I'm about to talk about it. When he made this post on his Instagram, he basically made everyone think I made an, allu- uh, uh, an allusion to that he was going to go live because he's known for going live on Instagram. So everybody kind of stayed up uh, till midnight, the time that he posted for his live. Mm-hmm. Um, however, about five, ten minutes before his live, before midnight, which was the time, um, excuse me, on Thursday he actually made that post. So not on the 25th that he made the post. On 24th he made the post on Thursday uh, about him going live on at midnight on the 24th. Um, so about five, ten minutes before he made another post of dropping that he's going to drop a, a song. That's what everybody mm-hmm. thought it was, was just a song. Um, dropping at midnight in five minutes. He just made a post of album cover art, dropping in five minutes. Um, so on 25th, September 25th, it comes out that he actually dropped an entire album mm-hmm. instead of going live, which kind of deceived everybody a little bit. So people was kind of upset about it, going back and forth like, nigga, is you going live or not? <laughs> And the nigga never went live. Um, but he dropped a 17-track album, basically trying to explain the entire situation. I'll let yeah. you take it from there. Yeah, so that's, I think it's 18 tracks, honestly. But, um, yeah, the, the album called Daystar, um, somebody actually just threw it out to me. They was like, you know, you, uh, y'all fucking with Tori? Because they know we do the podcast, and they know sometimes you know, we condemn people that, you know, have done wrong to the community, our community. And I was like, honestly, shit, I still fuck with Tori, you know what I mean? So they was like, well, the album banging. If you listen to the album, it'll give you some answers. You know what I'm saying? Perspective, his perspective, something that we have never gotten still. You know what I mean? And if you remember our last episode or two when we did speak about it, we said we're yet to really get anything from him. We got things from his team a little bit. We've got word from, like, you know, uh, 
different blogs. We've got people that are so-called in his camp that'll say things, but we've haven't had anything from him. So let's back it up. Mm-hmm. I just thought about this, and we need to get some context. We probably need to get into this a little bit. So on the twenty fourth, maybe the twenty third. The state of Lu- the city of Louisville came out and gave out the verdict of, uh, not even the verdict, but uh, what is it? The, what's the guy's name? Whatever. The DA, the district attorney of Louisville, came out and uh, who was investigating uh, Breonna Taylor's case came out and announced that there will be no um, no trial for this yeah. case. Um, there was one um, officer that was charged, but it wasn't necessarily charged for the murder of Breonna Taylor. It was more so charged for. A negligence for a shooting, yeah, one time invasion and shooting, shooting in the off, shooting in an apartment that actually and the bullet actually going over to another apartment, which is stupid. Mm -hmm. But with that verdict, uh, with that decision being made, there was of course a whole bunch of uh, commotion, a whole bunch of emotional upset. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you know, rioting, not even necessarily rioting, protesting, you know, still because we want justice for Breonna Taylor. That was on the twenty fourth. That was on the twenty third, I believe, Um, and then. A day later, this is when uh, Tory Lanez came out with, with this album. Yeah. So. So yeah, the, as he said, so a lot of that was already one thing that was a uh, I can't say a strike against him, but that's something he caught a lot of slack about. They're saying the timing was horrible. Like, you know, you had a couple months to talk about it, but you waited to that, and then just so happened to be the day of or day after that verdict came out. Well, we're still trying to you know let our voices be heard to put attention onto that because of how that ended, how that you know everything went down. His album dropped. I actually have a lot to say about that. Um, what I have to say about that is, okay, he can't help that he wanted to release that album when he wanted to release it. it had nothing let me to do. let me let me give let me let me let's let's get to the slap first. We're gonna get to your point in the set. Okay. So the slap first was one he let released the album the day after this decision was made by Breonna Taylor. Uh, two, of course, you know the the big problem is, you know, black woman just got killed. A black woman just got killed, and there's no justice for this black woman. Um, two, you shot a black woman. Three, you're releasing an album the day after a black woman didn't get justice. Um, trying to defend yourself, that saying that you didn't shoot a black woman. And Rick Ross even came out and just said, I'm going to go ahead and play this real quick. All right. Just out of respect for Taylor, brother. We got to respect these. Poor decision, brother, dropping that project. Just out of respect for Breonna Taylor. Just out of respect for Breonna Taylor, brother. We got to respect these sisters. That ain't how you address the accusations you're facing with the sister. That was a poor choice, homie. You ain't getting no money with that shit. So that was Rick Ross' response, and then Tor Lanes responded by saying, I respect you too much as a black man to disrespect you in these times. However, I went out and marched in your city for nine days straight for Breonna Taylor and didn't see the boss. Also, mm. stop tagging endorsements and then and post about her. Um, it's a poor decision, my brother. Mm. Which, Rick Ross even responded to that by saying, First off, little boy, I appreciate how you <laughs> respond. Oh, oh! I, I gotta go back. I gotta back up. So before, before, before Tory Lanez responded, before Tory Lanez responded, Rick Ross had Pope walked outside his house, his mansion. He said, uh, "You know, he posted a little small ass smart car. Was like, I got a gift for Tory Lanez for this double pla- double plastic ass album that he just dropped. Damn! With us, and it was a little small ass smart car. 
And that kind of uh, fueled Tory Lanez to kind of go ahead and give a response, which gave Rick Ross his uh, response. Come on now. That's it. But her family, that's what you owe for black women in the world. Uh, he just went away. Damn, she's crazy as hell. <laughs> I didn't know all of that was going on. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot, bro. It was a lot. It was a lot. You know, I love some Ro- Rose. Who don't? Under Swift. Rose but that's how you should have did the sister that accused you of shooting. I'm gonna let it play again. I'm gonna come back around. Oh, that's what you owed her family. That's what you owed all the black women in the world. Just that accusation alone. She was in your presence, but that's between y'all. But more importantly, let's get to you um, protesting. You ain't protesting, Miami. Only reason you was out there is because your condo that you stay in, $1,500 a month, damn protest was coming right down there. So you went down damn. and took a. A photo op, that's cool. Let's don't insinuate that. Go out your way for the sisters. Poor Decisions is putting together an album and trying to profit off some shit people like myself was watching to hear you address this shit and move on. Not get a whack song or a whack album that ain't gonna get you no money, nor no new supporters. So, little boy, boss up. First off. So, Rick Ross was, is retarded, huh? And that was honestly... <laughs> I feel it, Ross, because too many people was out protesting, not necessarily even protesting, but just out trying to get that photo off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's what that's what it is today, unfortunately, for the celebrities. I mean, I mean, they're out there, they just yeah. take a quick picture. I even know people, Not even just celebrities, yeah, regular say, people. I even know people, and I will not do that to them and throw names out there, but I know, you know, their their views are so different. But I see the shirts. They got all the Black Power, Black Lives Matter shirts, and they out there, they take two or three pictures. They might even have a family. But I know you spent more than five minutes out there, and I know that you don't even agree, you know what I'm saying, with with the stuff that we're actually out here fighting for. You just, yeah. you know, you just want a little following for yourself, you know what I mean? And I think it's pretty whack, but whatever. All right, so now to your take. Yeah, so my take on that is I listened to the album. Now, I like it. Shit, fuck it. I like the album. Um, it makes you think, okay, it makes you listen to him and say, okay, who was really telling the truth here? Because there's so many things that just don't add up. And not just because I listened to the album, but even before listening to the album, hearing the things about the gunshots, and then everybody all saying, well, you know, she had surgery, it didn't touch no ligaments, no bones, it didn't look like no gunshots, plus, when did he shoot her, you know what I mean? We've seen the video of the cop pulling him over, her walking out, you know what I mean? And he even stayed in the car. If you felt you was in so much in danger, why didn't you say something then? When you had the police right there with you, you know, you could have said something then if it was, if it was all that was going on. But, I mean, if you really listen to the album, even just the intro, the first fucking song, it does. Well, let me not speak for you guys, but for me, it makes me believe that he's not lying. I'll just keep it a buck. And I'm not doing this to you know, to downplay any of the black women, because if she went through that with him, that's some traumatizing shit. But it makes you just think, like, okay, there are three sides to every fucking story. You know what I'm saying? Her side, which was told. You know what I'm saying? His side, which is now being told and now in the truth. You know what I'm saying? You just have to find your median. Nobody will ever know. Like Ross said, that's between you and her. But I think the album was dope. I think everybody should listen to at least give him a chance to to hear their side because everybody blackballed him and counted him out just based off of her camp and her supporters and her saying what she said. Man, I mean, that's really my take on it. Nah, I feel you. Um, to be honest with you, I think that somebody lying. <laughs> of course. Somebody lying. I don't know if it's Tory. I don't know if it's Meg. Honestly, to be honest with you, I'm completely over the situation, to be honest with Facts. you. Facts. Um, I do sit here and say that 
the album itself is 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 good. It's good music. It's good music. It's and obviously he has some feelings for him because ain't for because oh, he yeah. made seventeen tracks. Basically trying not basically trying to apologize to this chick. Like I didn't I still love you. I still want to be with you. Like fuck all that shit. Like telling people that you with to get out of your head. I'm still trying to be down for you. Mm-hmm. He made seventeen tracks about that. Like you gotta be a good ass fucking liar to do In that. In two months. And I'm not defending the man at all. I'm not defending that man at all because I do feel like he did something wrong. Um on the track Slim and Queen. Uh, what did I say? Yeah, Queen Slim. Queen and Slim. He kind of broke down the situation that happened that particular night by saying that he had a crush on Kylie. Uh, apparently, she got in her feelings and was upset behind it. Um, he was still chilling with Kylie, uh, but then she got upset, and that's kind of how the whole situation started. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, I don't know because I wasn't there. Facts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know because I wasn't there. However, obviously, he said something. He did something or said something. Um, that caused for the situation to escalate further than what it needed to be. Um, so yes, he's in the wrong for something. Mm-hmm. What it is, I don't know. Yeah. Now he, he right. He never because he yeah. can't say. That's the thing. I mean, people want a direct answer, but as he stated in half the songs on that album, he is still you know this case is still wide the fuck open. So there's only so much he can say. Mm-hmm. But he still broke his silence against what was supposed to be said. To just make that out to let people know, hey, I do have a say. And I, I yeah. can only sit back for so long and let my name be ran in the mud before I just respond to something. I got to say something. Now, to that point, again, the timing was just off. Yeah. If if this was another date, if this was another time, you probably would have been good. But with the decision that was just being made, he dropped it when he dropped it. And he dropped it when he dropped it, actually for a, a, probably a fairly good reason, because mm-hmm. it was his mother's birthday, yeah. which was also the day that his mother died. So that was the reason why he dropped it the day that he did. However, you got to read the room, like Charlemagne the God always said, you got to read the room and see what the fuck is going on in the world with everything going on. Yeah. And obviously, everybody was still upset and feeling some type of way with the Breonna Taylor decision. So... Understandably, you wanted to drop it on your mother's day, and I don't know who that is on the art on the artwork. Maybe that is his mother's baby picture or something like that. But still, if you would have just probably like waited, maybe like a week, two weeks ago, it probably been received a lot better, and you probably could have got your point across that you were trying to convey right now. But right now, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go against that one, and I'm gonna say that this is his story. You know what I'm saying? This is his take. He's been in his own world trying to get this, trying to get this album out. I doubt he's out there listening and caring about everything going on in the world, trying to find out when's the right time to drop it. He knew when he wanted to drop it, it was on his heart to drop it that day. So what time, how are you going to tell that man to drop it on another time when this is the time his heart has said, I need to drop this? You know what I'm saying? He had his reasons, which were pretty deep, and they were his reasons. You know what I mean? Like you said, I didn't even know that. But my thing is, if he didn't drop it then, when is the right time? A week later may not be the right time. Either way, they're still going to say, man, fuck you, boy. You shot that girl. You know what I'm and saying? And you might be 100% right. You might be right. But I, I think that breathing room would have helped a lot. Yeah, yeah it probably could have helped. But I mean, I wouldn't say he should have. I would say that it could have helped, but I wouldn't say yeah, And again, there's those there. people that's out there that it doesn't matter when he dropped it. Facts. They're they always going to be able to He's out of there. He's out of there. Yeah. Period. That's like, like yeah, I don't want to do that. But uh, I was going to no, say. Go ahead and say it. Say it. You already no, know where I'm going. No, I don't. Okay, I, don't. I was going to say that's like, okay, I mean, Kale's in jail, obviously. But that's like if Kale's dropped the album, no matter what the fuck he did, when he did it, nigga, fuck you. That's we because the evidence did, is you know out saying? there. That's because the evidence is out there. There's no evidence out there against Tori right now, outside of Meg saying what she said. 
Yeah, I mean, you're right. And that's why it's kind of crazy and sad that the world we live in, you take one side and you make your decision, you roll with it, and you, you know, you blackball. Now, off that. let me see if I could, let me see if this meant sway your decision a little bit. This fool. <laughs> let me see if this sways, sways your decision a little bit. What you got? Now, a couple of days later, they said that there, there was a report that came out that basically said that there, um, that there's been reports of Tory Lane's team going out making false, uh, I guess, false claims, and not necessarily false claims, but false, sending out false information to radio stations saying that uh, that they, that they're the doctors of Megan Thee Stallion and none of this stuff ever occurred. Wow. Oh, wait, oh, remember, okay, I had to think about what you just said. Members of his team saying this stuff. Yeah, that's, that's acting like they're the doctors of that for Meg saying that she was never shot. It was just fragments or something. I haven't, I haven't heard that at all. Um, I don't know enough about it. And to one of the things you said, and it might end the segment here, I don't care enough about it. I guess you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that thing. That's another problem with us all right, too. Well then, that's we, fine. That's fine. Yeah, you don't have to care, honestly, because I'm tired of the cancel culture we, myself. And I yeah, think you know you're kind of tired of it. Yeah, as well. it's just we, we put a lot of energy into. It. I understand in our industry right now with the podcast, and this is what people want to hear. What's going on and whatnot. Are you listening to Sorry? Continue yes. going forward. Oh hell yeah! Okay. Yeah, Tori's still Tori's still a genius. So he's still a great artist. He's still I'm still a big fan. That ain't going. Nowhere. He's talented as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Um, I listen to the album for research purposes, but to me, he's still on pause. I still need to see evidence. I still need to, I still need to see the full story. I'm not canceling him. Mm-hmm. He's he's talented because, like you said, this song, this album, this album was good. To me, it was decent. It was pretty yeah. good. But I listen I listen to it for research purposes, and I put it on pause ever since. He's on pause until I further notice. Unless I can get some further evidence on either side. And Meg is on pause too because I don't know who the fuck to believe, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, so, uh, well, outside, of, outside, of, outside of the Watt video because I could watch yeah. that. <laughs> but that Cry wasn't me a bottle of lotion and shit. Yeah. This nigga here. But no, no, no. I'm still, I'm still fucking with Tori. If he drops something, I'm going to listen. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I mean, I'll just go ahead and throw this out there while we're on that subject. When it comes to artists and their personal lives, um, there's, not, there's only a few things that you can have done for me to just blackball you as an artist and say I'm not a fan. Now, I'm a fan of your music, and I'm not going to take back... I can't stop what I like. I can't say I don't like this because I don't like that person. Because you still listen to R. Kelly. This is so very true, and I don't care what y'all say. Hey, I ain't going to lie. I had a whole day riding home where I listened to the whole R. Kelly. He's still on fucking Apple Music. I thought they took him off, but they didn't. Apple Music, R. Kelly Essentials, because I have my reasons. You know what I'm saying? I have my memories from some Kel songs. You know what I'm saying? When my oldest child probably was made from R. Kelly. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's just real shit. You can't unlisten to him because you don't agree with his life. You know what I mean? If some people knew some of the shit we've you can, done... Uh, you can, again, you don't have to unlisten to him, but you can stop supporting him because the streams are still supporting him. Oh, well, I, I still support him. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I think I still follow him on Instagram. Sorry, Deron. R. Kelly? I think so, yeah. And I don't follow but a handful. R. Kelly literally. I Literally a handful of celebrities. I don't follow many celebrities. I'm not one of those that follow everyone. That I barely follow any. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's one that I follow, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't even know R. Kelly had an Instagram. It's like him, <laughs> Neo, T.I., you know, as far as musicians. Um, I follow nothing but strippers. I know you do. <laughs> here. But no, no, no. To, to the point, yeah. Um, at the Only end of the day, I just can't. I'm not going to just stop because of what the world says. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, this is the world speaking. This man just now decided to speak right now. 
So I was going to count them all the way out because the world says something against him. No, mm-hmm. I need to hear his story and we need to validate. I agree it. with that. I agree with that. So I agree with that. But, I, but again, but you, but we, I think we both agree that the, obviously he did something wrong. Yeah, I can. I, I noticed something there. I mean, we just don't know. Songs, we, we don't know the full. He story still couldn't say too much because he said he's on a hush. But you know it was because he uh, he knew there was some shit. He even said I fucked up by when I did this. You know what I'm saying? But he wouldn't say what. Yeah. And. You know, again, I, I don't want to, I can't care enough. I'm sorry, I can't, I don't, I don't have it in me to care enough to say, well, what'd you do? I need to know, or I'm not going to listen to one more fucking song. Nah. Hey, bro, you make good music. Understandably, understandably, man. Well, so, uh, since we're in music, we might as well go ahead and get into some of the new music that dropped, man. I'm surprised that you probably didn't even listen, notice this, or you pay attention to this. Uh-oh, who dropped the I need to go press play on? You know they dropped a new Carter Five. You lie. Dead ass. They dropped, the deluxe, they dropped the deluxe version of the Carter 5. This man lying to me today. Hold on. Let me, let me <laughs> and there's probably about maybe like six, seven new tracks on there uh, that's old. And they're vibing, though. The hottest, the hottest one that's out and the one that kind of get the most buzz, it, that got the most buzz right now, is uh, Siri featuring 2 chains, And that shit go kind of hard. I can't trust the iPhone. I can't trust my iPhone. Cause I think Siri the feds. And that shit kind of go hard, bro. He's I'll not play, lying. And I'll go ahead and play a snippet of it for you because I know you like, no, I He's not shit. lying. The album now has... 33 songs on it. It only had, I think, 26 before, something like that. <laughs> uh, wow, he's not lying. I gotta hear this. FM. Then where the hell's, um, oh, there it is. They moved Triple X way to the middle now. And he really just spitting the whole thing. Like the, the songs that he just added, he just he, he just spit. Like I'm surprised you ain't know about this one. Supposed to told me. If he's not in your top five, he gotta be in your top ten. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, people make jokes at me and give me all kind of homo jokes because I'm such a fan of Wayne. But come on, man. The, the dude been at it, man. He been at it. And, and I just spoke to uh, Watts off air before the even uh, podcast started about how relevant Lil Wayne is and how he's one of those guys we really need to drop flowers on right now while he's here. And I, I'll just go ahead and share while we're here and we're on subject of him. To show you how long Lil Wayne has been at it and how long he's been popping, someone, uh, one of my fellow podcast, podcast, podcasters, <laughs> Shout out to first to Out the Mud podcast out of Orlando, Florida. With some of my homeboys there, um, they made a post, and it was like to put Lil Tunchi's longevity in perspective. He signed his first rap deal a year before Tupac dropped "All Eyes on Me." Now, now let that sink in a little bit. A year before Pac dropped "All Eyes on Me," Wayne, Wayne had a whole year in where he had already signed and dropped his first album. So, Pac been gone. Pac passed in '96, I think. And Biggie died in 96 or 94, one of them. 96, Pac died, if I'm not mistaken. Biggie died after. 
Biggie died after? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, well, around 96, they both died in like a year apart or something like that, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So, that puts us at, you know, how many years? And Pac was at it for years before that. Wayne been at it that entire time. Now, the longest he's taken off has been that time he went through that issue with Baby. And that was, what, a couple years? And he still had, you know, a couple features here and there, but he just wouldn't drop a project. But that man been at it, dropping albums and, and being irrelevant for that long f- to not be put in somebody's top five. He's in my top five. You know, I'm not saying he's going to mm-hmm. be in everybody's, but I think he should make more top five conversations than he does. And then also as well, you know, he had a birthday recently. Drake gave a nice little post. That's, I'm an 80s baby. <laughs> Drake gave a nice little post to him, you know, dedicating, you know, that he wouldn't be here without Wayne. So oh, yeah. uh, shout, out, shout out to Drake, shout out to Wayne. Of oh, course, yeah. man, a whole legend out here. Um, representing still to this day, and again, go take a listen to that Carter Five, the Thanks. deluxe edition, because it is still top thing that's out there right now, real fire. Thank you for that, because I definitely got a long ride headed home after this, so I will be listening to those few tracks there. Yeah. Also, as well, um, I don't know, I really don't understand why, but Bryson Tiller also dropped a deluxe edition, uh, deluxe rendition of Trap Soul. Um, I think it maybe like three or four different new tracks on it. Um, the one song that he kind of uh, dropped was the Rambo song. You heard Rambo. He kind of dropped the remix version with the weekend on it. Shit, um, he been gone too long to be deluxe in the old album. You that's kind of why. That's kind of the same feeling I had behind it. Yeah, you gotta give <laughs> us a whole fucking Chris Brown album at this point. Shit. That's kind of the feeling I had behind it. Um, and then also as well, Travis Scott dropped the new song, which was the song that we introed <laughs> with with its franchise. Yep, in my white tee. Takes. It was alright. It was trash. It was like I, I I think it was I think it I think it was more hype, but I waited for something to happen. I thought it was gonna be happen. something hard. Yeah, I thought I it was gonna waited be something hard. waited throughout the song because it had potential to jump up. It never did, and then it went off. <sighs> I did it. not close that song out well at all. Um, I don't even think I made it to that part. I thank you, <laughs> but I think. Um, <laughs> I, but they, however, they did say that they shot a music video for it, and Michael Jordan gave him permission to use his mansion in Chicago. To use a video, I haven't seen the video yet. Jordan supporting the brothers, okay. Well, you know he kind of signed a Jordan. Well, that's why that makes sense. Yeah, he signed a Jordan. Uh, that's why he got the the cat. This yeah, he shoes, got this, uh, the ones, ones, whatever it is. Yeah, brown and white. You yeah. know, I'm not a shoe guy, so I don't know nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, he got them cat. This ones resale like seven fifty. Yeah, and then this upcoming McDonald's meal. <laughs> oh yeah, he do got a McDonald's deal. <laughs> he do got a. They McDonald's said he's running out of patties and shit because when people keep coming to ask him for the Travis Scott, I thought he was playing, but they for real. People running out of shit because they asking for the Travis for Scott meal. I didn't think it was gonna be that deep. I didn't think so either. Um, but there is a lot of new music that's dropping this upcoming Friday. Uh, do you have any new music that that has dropped that you want to talk to the people about? Nah, I don't know anything dropping except right. what we spoke about last time. Well, there's a lot of upcoming music that's dropping this Friday. One of the big things that all the ladies are kind of going crazy about is Bryson Tiller and Drake is supposed to be dropping something. Okay, that should be dope. Yeah, that should be dope. Hopefully, it'll be dope. Um, you know, two emotional ass niggas <laughs> getting <laughs> on the track fact. together. Speaking of, I mean, I honestly, I'm gonna make a prediction. You probably can agree. Today's October first. I think before the middle of the month, we'll, the Drake gonna drop we'll see that project popping off. I hope he don't use the Tiller combo to make it. You know, some. I think I, I do think Drake's gonna have a project. I don't yeah, know if yeah. it's gonna be. I mean, he's wait. He is OVO. OVO. He is OVO. You got a point. You got a point. October's very own, which means I don't see him going through the month without doing something for himself. Saying, "Here's my project." Whether he throw a yay type. um, Did you watch the Justin Bieber video yet? Hell yeah, that shit's funny. That shit's funny. funny as hell. Nah, you got a good point. You might be valid. I do think that he's gonna drop an album soon. Um, because he's been hitting like I can't even finish my own album. I can't even finish my own project. I know he's done with that shit. Yeah. 
sure he is. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. That's a good one. And why you picked uh, up on something? I mean, come on. That, that I thought that was a common sense. And you, you being a big Drake fan, well, he never dro- like, he never actually drops anything in October. Nah, though. Right. That's the kind of thing, though. You know, it's what? usually in September or November. Sometimes. Speaking of predictions, we are in October, and I don't know how much of a South fan you are, but ten seventeen is two weeks away, two and a half weeks away. Was it ten seventeen? That's Gucci, Gucci birthday. Man. I about come to on now. Gucci man. Gucci needs Gucci to be dropping man, something. Gucci man been dropping something every but, fucking day. Right, no, he actually, no, he was for a while, but if you think about no, it, no, he's still been dropping months. shit. He just he just dropped the um so icy album like two months ago. Hey man, you know Gucci. He was the he was like the next thing after fucking uh, No B. Limit yeah. to drop weekly fucking albums. He just dropped the so icy uh, collaboration album like probably about two I see, a I month mean, ago. But I didn't like ago. that. It was too much of his camp and not enough of him. <laughs> and I know that's what he's doing now. He's uh putting more into his camp and shit. Yeah. But nah, I want to see if he got. If he got something coming, give us some early Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Give me some early uh, what East Atlanta? He, he, he did East that Atlanta Christmas uh, album. Santa. I want some of that. All right. So some of the new albums, some of the I guess um, new music that's gonna be dropping out on Friday. Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin is dropping Savage Mode Two. Okay. I'm already missing Bryson Taylor, uh, Bryson Taylor, and Drake dropping something. Um, but I think that's a song on his album. The album's supposed to be called Anniversary. Whose album? Bryson Taylor. Okay. Um, YG is dropping something. I always like some YG music. It's called Why, um, My Life 400. Okay. He always drops some good bangers on his shit. Uh, Smoke DZA uh, is dropping Homegrown. I probably, you probably don't know who it is. West Coast Facts. artist going wrong. Let's see if you got somebody. Meg and Young Thug, they dropped a song. I'm going to be dropping a song called Don't Stop. Okay. West Side Gun, shout out to Dallas. I knew he's big up on him. <laughs> <laughs> Westside. Westside Gun seems like he's been dropping something every other week. Hey man, but you know what he got to do to stay relevant. Westside Gun dropping something. Well, one of them dudes from that camp, uh, they dropping something. He's dropping an album called Who Made Sunshine. Denzel Curry, who's a, a big artist who you've probably heard of him, you just probably haven't listened to him, dropping an album called TB, a song called TBA. And Ellie Ma dropping a song called Not Another Love Song. I, you know, that's my base. I'm waiting for her to drop something cool. Mm. And then Gibeon, who's um, featured on one of Drake's songs, I can't think of the name of the song right now. He's also dropping a uh, da, 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 when, uh, EP called When It's All Said and Done. And then Roddy Rich is going to be featured on uh, Internet Money, who is another artist dropping uh, a Lemonade remix. So, yeah. Might be dope. Eliminate was tough. Well, I mean, Lemonade in general is tough. <laughs> this, 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 Especially from Chick fil A. You ever had. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> Don't get me talking This man <laughs> But nah that, I guess that wraps up The music world As you see Music is still flowing No matter what the world Is doing right now We still got some shit To look forward to October is always A popular month um, And then we'll see How the year ends With that shit But um, now Let's get to some um, Some sports Where you wanna start? We can start the NFL Alright I know that's, that's, that's usually Your uh, forte um, this is every time, single time that your ass. Oh yeah, because I, I don't check out after I don't this shit. Football. Even even my little brother, even Nate, shout out to Nate. Nate hit me up was like, "Hey, you might want to watch tonight uh, this game." I said, "Who playing?" Shit, Kansas City um, in fucking Baltimore. I said, "Okay." Monday night, Monday night football. I started watching that game. I seen the blowout taking place. Yeah. I say, "Man, I'm out of there." I'm That's pretty much what time. happened. That's pretty much all I got <laughs> for Monday night, man. I'm the game was actually. Off. The game uh, actually ended fairly close, um, but Patrick Mahomes um, basically kind of showed out and just basically, yeah, basically let the world know why the fuck he was the Super Bowl MVP um, and why the fuck he has the largest contract now in the NFL, yep. man, and beat the Baltimore Ravens um, and your boy Lamar Jackson. He just didn't have it in him uh, and didn't produce it at all very well. 
Um, his defense, not even his defense, his Kansas City defense was so on point. They shut Lamar Jackson down. Um, I don't even think he had 100 yards passing. Uh, um, I'm trying to get the scores, but my fucking ESPN. Has your ESPN shit been acting up since this Should update? Be lying. I'm about to talk serious since you're asking. Hey, Siri, what was oh, the score nigga. with the Chiefs and Ravens game? This nigga. Let's see what Siri There you have it. There you have it. Well, yeah. Yeah, so. it got closer than I thought. It was a blowout when I was watching it. Yeah, because it definitely was a blowout. So don't give it a twist. It yeah. definitely was a blowout. Uh, and they both were 2 and 0 before that. You know what I mean? Before yeah, they that, both they both were 2, two and 0. Out. And um, Mar Jackson didn't do pretty much much of anything. Um, he went. Y'all see how fast my series was? Don't hate. Where is my stats? Oh, shit. I'm going to do better on sports because, you know, we don't really get into the actual scores like that. Well, Lamar Jackson went for 97 yard passing yards, bro. 15 and 28, bro. And uh, out of passing, it was just terrible, bro. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes went for 385 yards passing. Wow. <laughs> 31, uh, 42 Shit. attempts, 31 <laughs> completions, bro. And the, the boy hey, hit four touchdowns. And the boy was literally just doing anything he wanted. He, he, also, had a, he, he also had a rushing touchdown and basically kind of balled out. But however, one of the highlight one of the highlight wins. I'm gonna give a shout out to my Tampa Bay Buccaneers for beating the Broncos, but the Broncos is trash, so we should have <laughs> beat them. However, one of the highlights of the weekend is the Atlanta Falcons losing again. Oh my goodness! <laughs> to the Chicago Bears in the last minute. In the last minute, Chicago Bears um, beat the Atlanta Falcons 30 to 26. No. <laughs> When I sit here and tell you, like, Sunday, me and Eric went out golfing. And I haven't been golfing in maybe, like, 10 years. So, me and Eric kind of went out there and just kind of play around a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I went into the clubhouse. The Falcons were up big. Yeah. They were up super big. So, I was like, oh, they got this. I'm good. You so, knew good and well not to say that shit. I, no, they I, th I thought I, they weren't going to do it two weeks they in got a row. This. I didn't think they was going to do it two weeks in a row. All right, go ahead. Okay, give us some bad contrast. Like, literally the week before. They lost to the Dallas Cowboys on an onside kick by basically getting the on, the Cowboys getting the onside kick and basically winning the game um, and defeating the Atlanta Falcons. Coming back from like a 20-point, 15-point like lead, yeah. losing a 20-point lead again, similar to how they did in the Super Bowl. But this one was even worse because it was an onside kick that they had the opportunity to recover. Um, so I didn't think that it was going to happen two weeks in a row. Yeah, man. Two weeks in a row, these fools lost a 15-point 15-point lead to the fucking Chicago Bears, who don't even have a fucking quarterback, for real, for real. Matt Trubisky got benched. They put Nick Foles in, and Nick Foles came back and won the game for him. Damn. The Atlanta Falcons are now 0-3, <laughs> and a fucking waste of money. And they've had <laughs> and every game. And a fucking waste of money, bro. And they had every game in their grasp, in their hands, rather. Yeah, it's just, just terrible, no pun, man. fumble, but. It's just terrible. The, man, hey, so. If y'all would see my notes, because we take notes at Before We Podcast, my note says, Falcons going Falcon. That was my notes for the Where Falcons. That in your notes? I don't see that shit in your notes. Stop playing. <laughs> Read that shit right there. <laughs> but anyway, Falcons going Falcon. And that's what the fuck they did. Yeah, but man. So, that's it for football for the most part <laughs> yeah. in the NFL because there ain't really shit happening for the NFL. We, oh, there is a, a, some controversy going on right now. I believe a couple of Titans players. Yeah. And somebody else got players COVID. got COVID, got tested positive for COVID. That's why I said, bro. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't see how they having you their football said that season. Shit, yeah, I two episodes ago, I think it was 47. I think he said just that. He was like, I don't think football going to go as far as basketball because they're not doing anything like how the bubble is set up where it's secluded. They're just playing as it is. And as he said, I don't know how many games we're in right now, how many weeks, rather, for football. But 
Yeah, we already got two cases. One is a, a personnel member and one's an actual player, right? If I'm not no, it's a couple of players. This was a couple of players. It's like seven to eight players oh, um, that, got, that had got caught in that. That's why. So they the got the this upcoming game is postponed, right? I, I, I don't know. I can't know. The, I don't know the details. I probably should have researched it a little bit more, but I just, yeah. I just, just crazy because I still don't understand, like, how the fuck are they having a uh, football season right now? But, yeah. yeah, man, that's 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 football for y'all. Um uh, and I, I do want to give y'all to the most uh, to one of my highlights of the football. Um, the NCAA football has come back. Uh, the SEC kicked off for the first time this weekend. Um, however, one of the highlights in NCAA football was the motherfucking Miami Hurricanes whooping mm-hmm. the brakes off you Florida State Seminoles. They ass. did. They beat the shit out of them. You sorry ass bitches. What was that score? Because that was a molly wop. That 52-10, I believe. Yeah, that looked like, it, looked like they, it looked like when the Hurricanes usually play FAMU. That's how that <laughs> shit looked. Because we so used to getting thrashed by the Hurricanes whenever they give us that one per year wax job that they give us. Usually it's Miami. <laughs> and Miami beat the shit out of them FSU. I'm like, golly. I, f- yeah, I low key feel bad for them. I ain't going to lie. You feel bad for who? For the, for, state? For the state fans. Because yeah, they just, I mean... It hasn't been a year in a while. Fifty-two ten on sept on Saturday, September twenty-sixth. Man, we whooped their ass, and we could we should have shut them out. But you know, we yeah. we kind of leaned back in the second half to just let them chill out. And man, listen, bro, we have a Derek King, our quarterback. He's a problem. He's yeah. a problem, bro. Derek King is a problem, bro. Random sentimental moment. The last time I watched actually watched the FSU fam of FSU family FSU. Uh, UM game was with me and you went. I don't know how many years ago when you got me that ticket and we uh-huh. was down in Tallahassee. Oh yeah, when we had went down for that, that yeah that day trip down there. We went. We took a one day drive to Tallahassee just to go to the game. My dog looked out with a, uh, a discounted ticket and uh, we just watched the game. I fell asleep through halftime. Yeah, I was talking to one of the, the Golden Girls. I think here he goes. Sounds about right. State, man. She, she got me <laughs> See, it, it takes like, hey, all these years later. I would have hey, never, never known that. I thought he was just showing hey, brotherly love and no. <laughs> But yeah, that's the last time I watched that game. I miss her. So, uh, and that was a wild little day too. If you think about, it. we was out there playing catch with the little chicks. Oh and yeah, because we was doing beer pong and all yeah. the shit. We was doing all that shit. It was like it was a rap dope. video, bro. It was like, okay, let me. I know we're changing the subject. I'm sorry, but nah, this it was what we tailgate. Do. But that's tailgating because tailgate, this, this is the first time that you actually ever tailgate. Facts, facts, facts. And facts, you've facts. never actually. I don't think you tailgated since then. Probably like, not. Not because yeah. I, I was supposed to do it with the Falcons game a few times, but I ended up working events or just not going. So I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be keeping the buck with you. Like there's probably no you went to uh well you went out to Morehouse tailgate but it still wasn't like oh, this. Oh, we went to yeah yeah. You went out to Morehouse tailgate but it still wasn't like this. Like yeah. going to uh a Florida State game, going to any yeah. like PWI games and going to actually tailgate is a blast, bro. I went out to yeah. UGA's tailgate maybe a couple years ago, and bro, like this is the first time I ever had beer pong, played beer yeah. pong, and I had me a blast, bro. All, when I tell all you, it, all it really is is going to tent, tent. Let me get a I'll drink. Be, I'm getting a drink, bro, get a cup. This, this, and that. When you that's how that. I was gonna describe it. If anyone remembers the old ass Little Wayne video, a Millie, that's how it felt. It felt like you just went from scene to scene doing stuff. I mean, me and Watts went from beer pong with random chicks. Then next thing, you know, football comes up in the air. Somebody catches it. It's some chicks playing catch with a couple dudes. We playing catch. Next thing you know, a frisbee flies in the air. You catch the frisbee. You're in the middle of a frisbee game. It's just you just went from scene to scene, and you just didn't turn it off. Yeah. You just kept doing that I shit, I do got to give a shout-out. I, I do got to give a shout-out. There it is. <laughs> T, uh, Morehouse, Spellhouse, Homecoming. They tailgate is off the chain. Don't facts. get wrong. They're Big homecoming. facts. But they're TSU, Tennessee State, mm-hmm. they have a banging-ass tailgate, Oh, you got too. the one? They have a banging. I went there for Tennessee State's homecoming a couple years ago. 
Um, and they play at the Titan Stadium the, in Nashville. Okay. And when I sit here and tell you, like, I was just walking. Yo! Like that. Come take a shot. Okay, uh, let Lego. <laughs> Lego. Don't tell Lego. me twice. <laughs> Don't, <laughs> Don't tell me with twice, a good bro. Time. And it was literally from 10 to 10. They was just giving me shots, bro. And I had me a great time. I'm about and we, to get, I'm about and to we get took sad. a party bus out that bitch, too. So, you know, it was already lit. I'm about to get sad because I did not take advantage of so many things back when I had the opportunity to. And the way this world is going doesn't look like I'll be able to do the same. So, yeah. it sucks. But those were the days, man. I think a lot of y'all probably experienced that as well. So, Shout out to that. Shout out to HBU experience, HBCU experience altogether, period. However you look at it. It's just fucking dope. Just college experience in general, man. I don't even want to just limit it to HBCU. College shit, experience you know in general, I'm, I'm man. A, college I'm, is the best time of your life. I'm going to root my shit, period. College is the best time of your life in general because it's like, tss, yes, yeah, especially on game days because everybody just has I can't. I can't wait till we do the episode. I'm about to, uh, I told my, my homegirl, Miami, uh, Angie, I'm going to hit her up after this, um, and we're just going to go over some details because we will have this reminisce episode, and we will go in. We might pick up a couple calls in between time. We're going to do something different, but I, I look forward to it because I'm sure right now with the world feeling at a standstill, we kind of want to just sit back and realize the shit that we did do because a lot of us you know, right. need that wake up to remember, hey, man, we were fun people before. <laughs> yeah. So We're boring right now, some of us, I mean, but we were fun before, so I can't right. wait for that. All right, man. So, you want to go ahead and get into the NBA? Because I know Let's that's what you really want to get into. What you, you already know, man. What you want to start with? You want to, what, you, what, with you, what you want to start? You want to start? Hold on. Did we already? Oh, I, you know, we didn't start. We, we, start, we, we got to start back into the conference finals, shit. right? So, we left y'all off going into conference finals. And I, my prediction was correct. Yours was wrong. Mine were wrong. On again, the East. Again. On the East. Okay. Again. Mine were wrong on the East. So, we, we already went through Do the Do you whole... want to see if we could try to get what's the name, man? Yeah, let's try let's real see. quick. Let's see if we can try to get him. Let's see. Uh-huh. <laughs> do, 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 do. Let's see if we can try to get him. Man. If not, well, you said Dallas ain't doing shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him, man. That's funny. Nah. No, pause it. No Limit Studios. P there. P who? Is that a motherfucking P? What's going on, Mr. Marshall? You got five, ten minutes for me? Do the prank call. You got five or ten minutes for me? Well, this is your boy Watts, and this is your boy <laughs> P2. This is your boy Ann War on D Lock from the Banter Podcast Show. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I felt like it was only right that we called our NBA analysts in and you know get your input in on what we got going on right now, what we about to talk about, man. So we about to get into the NBA segment of our show, man. And you know, you you, you are a pro expert, man. You are an expert on all things NBA because we know Anwar can't shoot the ball for shit. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Anwar just follows Follow what's current. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I was a I was kind of a hooper at one point. <laughs> so we kind of wanted Man, to go. You were you were a junior magic. <laughs> 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 well, you must that have been ball boy for us then, because I'm nicer. So what that nah, mean? Let's keep it in perspective. I'm nicer. <laughs> so what that mean? <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not going to insult the character <laughs> by any means. But, yeah, go ahead. Ask, ask a question, bro. <laughs> so, man, we about to go ahead and get into it and break it down, man. Of course, as you guys know, uh, the NBA uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals just pretty much wrapped up. Uh, we had the L.A. Lakers coming out of the West mm-hmm. in five games, five right? Games. In five games. And then we had the uh, Heat coming out of the East. 
uh, defeating the Boston Celtics in six games. So we want to go ahead and get your take, uh, Chad. And so, you know, as we, ha- if you guys don't know, we have Chad Marshall, aka our NBA analyst, uh, the pro on here. You know, give us our intake. We just want to get your take on what happened with the Lakers and what happened with Boston. Let's go ahead and start with the Heat in Boston first. Nah, man. I just think, I just think the Heat. You know, all all credit to. Uh, Coach Bo and Pat Riley, man, uh, they played team ball, you know. And unfortunately, with the Boston Celtics, they, they the ball sticks in the hands of the, who, who's ever tied. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a they don't have a fluid offensive flow. You know, they they either ride they ride the young guns, so it's either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, and you know they don't know how to complement each other right now. You know, I understand this this what both of their I think third year in the league. Yeah. You know, so this, they're still trying. I think Brad Stevens, um, this is the second year in a row where he's brought in um, Gordon Hayward coming off of injury, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to play him substantial minutes, you know, knowing that he's not in, uh, you know, in the rhythm of in the rhythm of the offense just yet. So uh, I think the young guns, they, I mean, they, they, they're super fucking talented. Right. But they, they got to learn how to play with each other and learn how to complement each other, you know. And, you know, play within the flow of the office and not try to, you know, kind of force their hands as to whoever's hot one night. You know, because that just ends up being in a lot of FGAs and, you know, not too many FGMs, mm-hmm. you know. And don't and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this like Gordon Hayward's, like, second year of trying to come back and play in the playoffs after being hurt? So it's like he's not in the rhythm of the offense and, going correct. on? Correct. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with Boston, you know, two remember, times, yes. Remember when he broke his, when he broke his ankle? Yes. Yep. And then I think that was like two, that was like three years ago because I think Brown was still in the East at that point in time. Yep. Open you know? the game so, versus the Cavs. I mean, yeah, man. He he just made out of glass. Yeah, so, man. I mean, so I want to give a shout out though yeah. to your point about with the um, with the Miami Heat, man, because the Miami Heat is playing the ultimate team ball right now, literally. Anybody could come off the bench and try to, you know, get hot and get going on. But I would definitely want to give a special shout-out in particular to Tyler Hero, who's coming off as a yes. rookie, doing what he do, man. I want to get your perspective on how you feel about Tyler Hero, bro. I, I, I just think he just he, – he rose to the occasion, you know, when the opportunity presented itself, yep. you know. And I just think that, you know – I mean, he's been playing decent ball all year. Right. However, I just think that's just bad scouting on, um, uh, from a defensive standpoint on the uh, Celtics. Yeah. You know, Hero has been. You know, he. You know, he hasn't been anything any any different than what he was during the uh, regular season. You know, they just. I think Boston just failed to capitalize on how good he was. That's all. Yeah. You know, he was a good. He was in a good rhythm, rhythm, uh, rhythm flow. So, you know, kudos to him. But, you know, I still think he kind of, he's somewhat overrated. <laughs> you think Tyler Hero's overrated? Uh, to an extent, you know. I mean, I, the kid got time to grow. Yeah. You yeah. know, he got time to grow, you know. But at the same time, I mean, I, I, I'm going to give more credit to, to the, uh, the Heat organization as a whole, you know, and Eric Spolster for exploiting, you know, uh, you know, some of the Celtics' weaknesses. But, you know, I think I think Hero's still somewhat overrated right now. No, I definitely you know? get, I definitely agree with you. I think that uh, previously, you know, when Spolster won the championships, you know, everything was, oh, LeBron made him. You know, that wasn't necessarily his team. But right now, ah, Spolster, Spolster coaching his ass off right now, yeah. bro. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. And let, let's be honest, man. He's the second best coach in the league right now behind Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. You know, from you know, that's what's gonna that's what scares me within this series because if the game is close, you know, if there's any play calling down the stretch that needs to happen, you know, Eric Spolster is gonna make the right play. You know, he's gonna make sure he calls the right play. So, you know, he's not he but he's you know he's not a virgin from that standpoint. So, you know, I respect him highly. Let me ask you this: uh, Do you think that this is the most Miami team ever, like culture-wise, that's embraced into the culture of the city of Miami? Um, yeah, because you know they they play they play positionless basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, shit, the tallest player on the team is fucking six eight six, six nine, nine yeah. and bam, bam on the mm-hmm. body. You know, they, they, they play positionless basketball. They play unselfish basketball, yep. you know, which is, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to find. You know, Jimmy Butler, obviously, from from a tenure standpoint, from a physicality standpoint, you know, he you know he brings a lot of mental toughness to the team. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I like the fact that they're, they're an unselfish ball club, you know. Yeah. Tyler I- Hero's leading, the night, he's leading one night in scoring, and, you know, you know, next night you got, you know, somebody else. Yeah, so that's, I like the fact that they're in a selfish ball club and they understand the task at hand. You know, they're going that's exactly but, what I'm saying. There's no ego playing into it at all. They all just letting whoever get it on. We all here to win, and they all have that grit and that grind, similar to how the Memphis Grizzlies yeah. used to have back in the day, uh, where it's just basically grit and grind. We out here grinding to win, and yeah. you know, as long as you're down with it, you're yeah. down with it. Yeah, a lot of people gave Jimmy a hard time about choosing Miami when he had so many options. Of course, we know he's a, he's a, close to a superstar. He's an all star. But uh, he could have went so many places, but him choosing Miami, you see why he chose him because he knew what he was getting into. Like yeah. he wanted to be able to lead in the mental perspective, not necessarily out there scoring all the points and whatnot. And then and, he has teammates yeah. that can actually take it exactly. And you called it. He does. He yeah. they play selfishless basketball. Like one person could be open, but no, I'm going to find the best shot versus just I want to get my points up. And you can see that. You've seen it clear as day in the Boston series. Unfortunately, they ain't doing shit right now. But we'll get to that in a second. So what you got? What you want to take uh, your take on the Lakers defeating the Nuggets in five in the Western Conference Finals? Uh, I just think, you know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get credit to the coaching staff. You know, I think Frank Vogel, you know, and Jason Kidd, you know, they made some good 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 adjustments. You know, they realized they was a two headed monster. Mm-hmm. You know, you neutralize those two headed monsters, and um, or more so if you neutralize, you know, Jokic. You know, I, I think, you know, obviously you can go ahead and take them down. Yeah. And I think that's what they did through, you know, I, I think through game three or four, mm-hmm. that's where you saw the the, um, the coaching change of inserting, you know, uh, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard mm-hmm. into the starting lineup. Yep, yep. You know, and, you know, granted, I understand, you know, uh, Dwight Howard, you know, he fouls a lot or whatever, but he brought some intensity to a game that was, you know, that Jokic just, you know, he wasn't used to. Yeah. And I think just his experience overall, you know, kind of helped propel them and put them in a better situation. You know, I think so. I think it was a chess move, you know, from the coaching side. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we I- saw how they how we saw how the Nuggets dismantled the, um, the Clippers. You know, yeah. from a coaching standpoint. So you know that's that was the only you know from a talent stand, standpoint. You know they they can't they couldn't beat the Clippers, but from a coaching standpoint they did it. So I think Vogel and his staff kind of went to the chessboard and saw that that was an opportunity they could go ahead and exploit. And they did it. Yep. And by making that change of putting Dwight Howard in the starting lineup, it gave the energy that the Lakers needed in order to kind of get over that hump because both 
game three, fourth, and, and not even five. I'm gonna, not going to say five, but game three and four, they came out sloppy and it came out lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dwight came out and he kind of gave them that energy to kind of yeah. keep them going, um, especially in game four when he just basically was getting any rebound he wanted. And I think he <laughs> scored like nine straight points yeah, he scored, off of rebounds. He had like eight damn rebounds in the first quarter yeah. or something yeah. crazy like you that. Know? So yeah, man, and that's it. That that that's unexpected. You know, Javale, you know, he a shell of himself. You know, he gonna fuck up somehow, some way. You yeah. know, offensively, defensively. You know, but however, you know, Dwight. I mean, he he gonna get his little ticky tack foul, but <clears throat> he played within himself. And he still he still was a defensive uh, MVP. It's the defensive. What is it? Well, NBA award winner, uh, one time yeah, defensive award winner, two times. So yeah, I mean. That's still in him. He just he just got to get out of his own way sometimes too to make sure you know I'm not following, yeah. which he has done. He just he just pressed he that he done. just pressed that uh aggre- not aggressive, but like you said, Chad, he they played chess yeah. by putting him in there. They put him in there not just for the physical being he is, but also for the mental piece he plays. We're getting in Jokic head. Jokic is a laid back, chill, find my groove type player. Dwight got all in that shit. So that was the main reason they put him yeah. in there. They can afford to foul him out. He yeah. could have fouled out in the first half, right. and they wouldn't have been mad. It was just. Put a body on him, get in his head, and it worked like a fucking charm. You know what I mean? Like quick too. Yeah. You watch it work from the first yeah. quarter all the way through. Like, yeah. damn, that easy? Shit. If it's gonna be that easy, then yeah, I don't need to be yeah. here. Yeah, and I'm gonna go ahead and do this, you know, because it's only right. I'm gonna go ahead and sprinkle a little credit into LeBron. Got you know, favorite player. You know, favorite player. You know, <laughs> however I hold him to a high standard. Uh huh. Well, know, you could, you I, you I you stopped claiming him at one point. <laughs> you stopped claiming him at one point. You stopped claiming no, 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 him at one no, point. No, I've, never, never, I've never stopped claiming him. Never. <laughs> I you thought know, I, I just, thought when I, he went to LA, you said I just can't fuck with LA no more. I can't. I like I fuck with oh, Bron, but I can't no, fuck with no, LA. No, no, man. I, I I was I was real honest with my. I told Laker Nation, purple, you know, purple and gold needed us. You know, more than we did. <laughs> That's a fact. That That's a fact. True. You hear that? You hear? And, you hear that, Marcus? You hear that, Marcus? You know. So you know, that's just that's just honesty. That's However, at the same time, you know, I, you know, I get kudos to LeBron for fucking stepping up, you know, yeah. and down the stretch and guarding um, Jamal Murray. That motherfucker was torching. He bro, was he off. was making the craziest shot I've never yeah. seen. Like just yeah. no shots like they that. They got made his layups ever, in like top you know? three, top five of all time already. Like damn. Hold on, what you say now? They got his layups already. Like listed in top threes and top fives oh. with Dr. J and Jordans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Three. Them shits was crazy though. They was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he made he made he made some spectacular layups, but yeah. layups are layups. It is I mean, that's how I feel. I even actually went against that and was like, "Well, y'all Anyways, forget, y'all and, forget and, and, Demar Derozan did the same 360 layup. The whole uh, yeah. the other one up and under. I mean, fucking um, Jr. Smith did that shit. I mean, he's nobody, but still, you know what I mean. But but again, this is this is this ranked. is in the Eastern Conference Finals. I know so that's it, it was the platform. He was and LeBron on. and LeBron like to like Chad said to LeBron's credit, he basically is like, no, back the fuck up, Rondo. I got this nigga. Yeah. I'm locking him down. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. I think it was game three or four. He yeah. said, I'm locking him down. Yeah, I got this shit right now, and gonna like we gonna make sure he not doing all this crazy shit. And he shut him out in the fourth quarter. I believe he made like one bucket yeah. in the fourth quarter, and then Jokic didn't and make anything. So. We- we saw the we saw the Clippers try to do it, but they couldn't. So, Kawhi, Kawhi but, couldn't you know, do it. Like, Kawhi couldn't do it. To be specific, yeah, Kawhi, yeah. <laughs> right, he, he definitely he definitely couldn't do it. He definitely couldn't do it. So Patrick Beverly, you know, you understand he's a def- defensive monster. And he couldn't mm-hmm. do it. 
you know, but we understand the king, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown, and he stepped up in the right, yeah. the right time, man. My dad just finally texted me back this week. <laughs> he ain't texted me in three yeah, weeks. Because, <laughs> you know, he's a Kawhi fan. He was like, I'm, I'm not a Clippers fan. I'm a Kawhi fan. Well, Kawhi should have joined the Lakers yeah. in July because Kawhi just get this ring. <laughs> just imagine that. All right, that. man. So that brings yeah. us to the NBA Finals. We had game one last night. Do we even really want to talk about game? We got to. We got to. That's why we're here right now the day after to discuss how it went down. So, Chad, you can intro us in on your take. Well, first off, let's start with what was your uh, expectation of game one versus what you've seen Um, if it wasn't the same? Honestly, you know, I I thought the Lakers would uh, do what they've been doing all playoffs, come out and lose the first game. You know, Mm kind of they they do the – just like a boxer, just kind of fill them out you know, the first few few rounds or whatever. And they've been doing that in each series with each team and then underestimating them down the stretch, mm-hmm. you know. So, however, is you know, they kind of saw the area of the opportunity and, and exploited Miami quickly, you know, mm-hmm. um, after, midway through the first quarter. You know, I told teams. Yeah. Uh, I told people, you know, um, Miami, they, they, only, they only go seven deep, mm-hmm. you know. They've only been going seven deep. I mean, uh, none – Last night yeah. was his first time playing double digits. Yeah, minutes, yeah, since he was sick. You know, and they they don't necessarily, like I said, they're unselfish. They don't ride the high hand, but they, and they move the ball. However, they're small. Mm-hmm. And that, and, that was a sport big. T- <laughs> yeah, and typically look, what LeBron teams do, and I'm taking it all the way back to Cleveland, you know, he kind of forced the hand of the coaches to adjust to the other team. Mm-hmm. And last night they did. They came yeah. out big. They stayed big, mm-hmm. and they ex- they exploited them. They played they played inside out, you know. They tried, and what Miami did, which was I think was very uncharacteristic, they committed too soon to LeBron. Soon as LeBron got the ball, yeah, they wanted double up, double up, quick, fast. Yep, you're right. You know, exactly. You know, so in doing that, that just that left open wide open shooters. You know, yep. KCP saying, you know, he got five to ten seconds to just to get a shot off. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody in the NBA to get that much time, they. It better make a wide open shot, yeah. you know. And I'm just, you know, I'm happy at the fact that, you know, uh, one, the stage wasn't too big for him. Yeah. You know, and I think that just has something to do with, you know, fans not being the independent. Yeah. Every, everybody is suffered. Everybody is suffered. Danny Green. Yeah. Oh, he hit two. Yeah, he hit a couple. Enough. Yeah. But I, I think, I think from, <laughs> on on the opposite end, you know, Miami Heat came out comfortable in shooting the ball. They were who who they who they were who we thought they were. Mm-hmm. You know, they were shooting threes. They was making them. And then yeah. once they made that. You know, once this, they made that switch and they realized how they can exploit them, I think uh, they got tired on the, um, on the offensive end from exerting so much energy defensively, mm-hmm. you know. And they, the Lakers just took advantage of them. Yeah. You know, that, so I think, you know, that's where experience came into play. And you know, I think it'll be a, it'll be a quick death yeah. so, you know, throughout this series. I want to give a quick shout out, man, to the Lakers bench because they were spectacular last night as well because yeah. everybody was hitting buckets. Um, to yeah, your man. point, to they, your point, when uh, I think they were down maybe like 13, 14 13 in the first, first quarter, quarter. Mm-hmm. and then LeBron went to you know, take his normal break in the first quarter, and then the bench really was what brought, brought them back because yep. everybody was just on point, man. Yeah, so. the playoff Rondo hit the first three, brought them within, if I'm not mistaken, um, like 13, no, 10 or something. I think, I I think Rondo hit like the first two buckets, and then yeah. KCP hit. KCP, yeah, Rondo hit that first yeah. one, then KCP hit two threes to bring them within seven because they were down, like you said, 13. And after that, it was pretty much no fucking looking back. <laughs> Braun came in and was like, all right, I'll yeah. take it from here. And it's just been, you know, Danny hit a couple sneakers in that was not expected. And after that, like you said, Chad, 
they instead of switching out to match their game, playing small ball, small ball, they're like, you know what? Let's just leave these bigs in and keep rocking. You forgot they got bigs that can shoot, and AD did that. He had, I think, two threes, if I'm not mistaken. And um, uh, and if not, they had to double up on Braun. And when they double up on Braun, AD in the hole, like, okay, let me get that. Duncan, just that easy. So he had a lot of inside points on the first half as well. So it was like every time they tried to switch something, because Miami tried too many tricks too fast. Like, they tried their zone yeah. too fast. Yeah. They tried to double up on LeBron too fast. So they went maybe like three possessions on the double. That didn't work for LeBron. Then he tried double AD three possessions. That didn't work. Then he tried the zone. That didn't work. But they tried everything all within two quarters. Like, you showed your whole fucking hand already. Like, come on now. But I understand you yeah. were desperate. <laughs> they were desperate. So they were trying everything, but they tried it too soon. And I would have thought it would have been a better run because, again, Spo being, you know, a, a, a coach of LeBron for four years. I thought he would have had a better idea of how to gauge that, but hey but man, I thought I thought I I think I, I thought that the grit of the Miami Heat and I thought that you know their willingness you know to fight, always fight because they've always been fighting. That's the reason why they even defeated you know the Milwaukee Bucks and made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I thought it would have made it a better yeah, a, but, a better challenge. You got you to understand that that grit that grit is there. Only gonna get you so far. Because, uh, they, they, you got to understand um, they got AD. Was that? Like that, that exactly? AD, AD is like that. That you know, that piece of the Lakers that's unguardable. Yeah. You know, and you, you could, put Bam on him; he's too young, he's too mm-hmm. inexperienced. He's gonna get exposed. You put Crowder on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we just gonna go. We just gonna dump it down and go over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, you high screen and roll, and you get a switch. I'm gonna shoot over you. Yep. Yeah. So you know, I I think he's he's the cheat code right now. And you, you know, can tell they, they you got can, a, I, I think they got to, uh, the Lakers got to continue to play through him. You could tell when Tyler Hero was trying to drive to the hole out when Tyler Hero even was on the floor. He was like, oh shit, that's AD. Yeah. Like, you could tell that You're shit like, looking in his face. Slick, like, starstruck. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? They kind of starstruck. Yeah. 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 Like, um, even Jimmy yeah. said it in his uh, press conference for the after winning the conference finals. He was like, you know, we still got to get the, through the LeBron in the Lake show. Like, yeah. he's still. He's still a fan. I mean, although he's been on the same, you know, stage as him, you gotta remember they played in the fucking um in the playoffs back when uh him and D Rose played together yeah. and LeBron and them took them out. Like he's seen LeBron and been Locked taken down, by LeBron. Down D. Rose LeBron himself. beat him in Minnesota with a couple buzzer beaters. Like he's seen this man on so many different stages, you know what I'm saying, work his ass out. So it's like we still gotta be LeBron and the fucking Lakers. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just LeBron. Yeah. He actually has a team this time. He got the fucking monsters with him. So I actually right. had, you know, before you know we, we the this series started, I had the um, Lakers and six. You're dropping um, it. I'm dropping it now because one, <laughs> and I think to Chad's point, you know, it's gonna be a quick death. One, not only because they're just too big. Two, they're also hurt. Yeah, uh, I think Gordon Dragic right. just yeah, has a, just had a tear not. or something like yeah, that, some type of tear. Hurt. That might take him out for yeah, the series. And then um, you know, um, what's Bam. the name? Bam Bam is at some shoulder or wrist injury or something like that that's messing with him up. What the fuck was he thinking going bumping up against Howard <laughs> big ass like that? Throwing his whole hurt shoulder into big ass Howard like that. Yeah, and Jimmy Bucket got like a, a rolled wrist. I mean not a rolled, rolled ankle, ankle, so yeah. they're hurt. Yeah, so he fought, he fought through I, it. I, I, Wait, I'm sorry, Yeah, Jared. but honestly, you saw the you exactly. saw the defeat on his face. Of course, night. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just reminds you know, me of the Golden State and Toronto series. You know what I'm saying? How, But it's, it's only game one. But you remember how they were just getting hurt left and right. And you're like, damn, we're about to watch this happen. These motherfuckers is crumbling. And Golden State went yeah. down. So yeah. it's just happening early. But um, 
I I still got. Um, I got it in five now. I mean, you see, that's, that's I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him one game just because I feel like the Lakers are gonna do what they want to do and just you know have that one little lazy game. But then I feel like LeBron gonna be like, "Fuck it, let's go, honey, let's wrap this shit up." I feel you. And plus the NBA, and plus the NBA got to get their money. <laughs> that, 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 that's true enough, man. But you know, I, I was looking at it from this standpoint. Uh, Jordan's never swept anybody in the finals. Mm, that's a good point. Hmm. He didn't do the Jazz. I thought no, I thought he did no, the Jazz no. the second they went time. Seven and six. No, the, the no, first no. time. He's always he's always gone six mm. six or seven. Mm, never seven finals. six. Yep. And you know that his, you that know. LeBron's whole thing right now is that he got to make sure he leave it for his legacy. So not even not even just the championship that he wants. So. If he's the yeah. first person, if Jordan never swept anybody in the finals and he sweeps somebody in the finals, they yeah. throw him easily. Put that's another point towards goat talk. I mean, he already the goat. Bro. Here you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, nah, no, nah, I think I think yeah, y'all made some great points, man. I mean, I, I said the same in five, but I said that the whole series. I said Lakers are doing gentlemen sweep throughout the whole, the whole thing, the whole playoffs. Yeah, man. And I think with a, a healthy a healthy Heat team, it, it's five or six. You know, but you you can't depend on you know, youth and inexperience nope. to, you know, get you get you through one game right now. Agreed. You know, we, we saw what happened. After the first quarter, quarter. I don't think Tyler Hero scored more than, you know, three to four points. And I don't you even know. think Duncan did anything last night. Did Duncan even get a point last no, night? Duncan Robinson, nah, he missed a couple Duncan threes. Robinson was like 0 for 3, yeah. you know. So, like I said, youth and inexperience, if you're going to rely on none, you know, to get you, you know, 18 to 20, that's fine. Yeah. We're going to let him get his. But what you saw last night, he doesn't create for anybody else. Yeah, yeah, that's real. This you is know? true. Role so Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy's an ISO player. Jim, Jimmy's all about grit and gut. You know, he's gonna go out there and grind. But you know, he's not out there to make anybody else better on the court. Yeah. You know, he makes he makes people better through his toughness. Yeah, I know? agree with that. I agree with that. So let me uh, let me ask you this question, Dan. So um, with this being LeBron's, I guess. Uh, possible fourth you no know, NBA championship um, on this run. Here do you go. think that LeBron will get the finals MVP or do you think that AD will get the finals MVP? No, nah, AD will get it, you know. But what you got to understand, that's an encourager. Uh, you know, that's that's an encourager for um, AD to stay in LA. You got to understand, yep. he a free agent mm-hmm. after the season. Yep. So, if, if you know, LeBron understands, he's at the point of career, all, all, that shit, all that doesn't mean anything anymore. You're right. You know, he get, right. he, he'll get a ring. If he get a ring, that's an encourager for AD to go ahead and stay. You know, I'm going to let AD get this one. I, yeah. You know. I think he made a statement. I think he made a statement about saying right. that he's gonna stay with LeBron for the however, four, five, however many he could get with LeBron. That's, I think <laughs> I think he made a statement like that either yesterday or the day before. But yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I I don't know if I agree with that. I actually think that uh because we didn't even speak about that. I think because of that whole Giannis MVP chip, he wants to fill the MVP even if it's in the finals. I think he'll have he'll want the MVP finals. Even though AD, uh, depend on the game, I think it's going to come down to how that last game is played because they've both been doing awesome. But we know, we know AD is the one that's fucking, you know, bringing us home every Is it dope? Because he, I mean, Bron's still averaging damn near a triple-double. Facts. But, I mean, when it comes to the uh, – I just think AD's the, the more – without AD, they don't win like that, period. Without Bron, I think they can – Probably pull it off, and not even without say, Bron. No, well, no, not mean, without. You're right, Bron. you're right. I don't know if I can even say that one out loud. Not without Bron. I think that I just think that. But Bron I agree. With, wants to aid the MVP, even if he gives the eighty. I think he wants it pretty bad. Okay, all right. Especially I mean, I think, I, I think every, 
I think every alpha male right. would would want it. Mm-hmm. You know. However, right now, this you know, how how does that increase his resume? Yeah, you're right. Cause you gotta remember, like the you know, the, the Shaq and Kobe era. Didn't Shaq get three? Get all three of the ones that they got? Yeah. Shaq got all three uh, hey. Finals MVP with tell Kobe. Me it does. Tell me this: Would you rather have an, an MVP, uh, a Finals MVP, or would you rather go ahead and say, you know what, I ended my career having four Finals MVPs and having six NBA champions, or five NBA, or yeah, six NBA champions? Because if he wins this year, that's four. Mm-hmm. But I think he, they have the they have the potential to go get another free agent mm-hmm. and, and possibly compete to get two more. I see what you're saying. So basically, by, you know, yeah, if you could get more rings and just basically have these three MVP championships, he would damn sure want yeah. to right, try to get closer to that rings. six than he cares about a finals exactly. MVP. You're right, because so, that six is important. Because to him. So I'm, I'm not, what they I'm not sure if y'all heard or not, but Paul, uh, the Clippers thinking about sending Paul George to the. Uh, the, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Wow. For Spencer Dinwiddie and um, uh, the other young kid from that played ball at Michigan. Yeah. So since we're talking about it, so, the, I mean that's a possibility. Since mm. we're talking about the Clippers right now, since we might as well, you know, you already predicted the Lakers and four, and four. You think it's going to be a sweep? And one says five. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Clippers and the announcement of Doc Rivers being, <laughs> I guess. What is it? Uh, out Separated. of LA, yeah, but um, a mutual agreement ways. of them departing ways. Um, however, recently they just made that announcement earlier today that he's uh, expected to sign with the Seven Sisters. What are your thoughts on one him being released from the Clippers to him signing to the Seven Sisters? Uh, I mean, great signing by the Seven Sixers, Sixers, but mm-hmm. you know, I think this was it's it's a players' league, and Doc is a players' coach. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, he got to hold his players accountable, you know. And I think that he failed to do that. The fact that you got superstars. And they didn't deliver. Yeah, they didn't deliver. You know, you got to hold them accountable. You know, you got to hold them accountable in game. You know, you got to check their egos and whatnot. So, you know, I just think that's what he kind of traded softly on that. You know, Paul um, Kawhi Leonard is not a free agent after this year. No. You know, so he needs to get the same constructive criticism, you know, as what you would that you used to give Paul Pierce, KG, mm-hmm. you know, Rondo. I understand it's a new era of players, you know, and they're sensitive about their egos, but you know, you're a player's coach. You know, they're gonna respect you regardless. Yeah. So you got to be trans. You got to be transparent with them in game, after game, post game. Send them, send them a couple of subliminal messages, piss them off, you know, but you got to find a different way to fire up your players. And I just think Doc, you know, uh, he's kind of succumbed to the new the new era of, of these sensitive players, you know, and not, you know, when it comes to the media as well as being direct with them, you know, they got to yeah. know their expectations. So I like you know? I like the signing for him with the seven assists. However, I still think that he's just going to be in the same situation because I don't think that he's going to get anywhere further than the conference finals. For the next two, three years at least. I think that uh, – I agree totally, but I think that him, if he gets Sixers to the conference finals next year, then that's, you know, it's still a plus for him, you know what I mean, just because they didn't get there this time. You know what I mean? So it's still like, oh, you went over there, you brought that team a step further because we know in the West, if Braun and AD are staying together, he might as well – yeah, he was going to get fired if not this year, the next year, shit. Yeah. All right, well – I appreciate you, Chad, for joining us. Yeah, he's definitely going to bring a nice identity to the Sixers. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. You I know, agree with that. 
he, he got to hold them players accountable. You got to hold them beat accountable. You yeah. got to hold Ben Simmons accountable. Ben Simmons, we got to work on your game this summer, this summer young brother. Yeah. You got to get this jump shot. Do you think that they're going to release Ben Simmons? I think that's kind of the talk that's going around as well, as well, that, that they're either going to release Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. What happened? I say I think that's kind of the talk that's going around that they're going to either release Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. Do you think that's going to be a decision that's going to be, uh, take place, or do you think that's going to be uh, something that's just kind of on the back burner? I mean, I like the two together. You know, they just got to learn how to, they just got to learn how to win down the stretch. You know, unfortunately, injuries hurt them this year. So yeah. All right, my brother. You know, I think Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons played with a chip on his shoulder this year. You know, uh, but he got hurt. All right, my brother. Well, I appreciate you joining us, man. I appreciate you just giving us, you know, your expertise on this uh, NBA yeah, stuff because we know that NY don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But it's always good no, to hear no from problem. you, man. Hey, so when y'all going to talk football, though? We did a little bit, but it wasn't enough to talk about, I guess, right now. So, I mean, if you want to be in the next one, hey, say less. Who you trying to talk about, the Dolphins and Fitzpatrick? <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 man. Uh, I'm on, uh, hey, I didn't say involve me in talking about football. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I just asked one of y'all, y'all going to talk. We, talk, to we talked about it a little bit this episode, so I mean, make sure you tune in, bro. We talked about it this episode, and then we're going to get back on it. Yeah, we no, just we just curious no, about no. how the fuck this shit even is going to keep going on with everything that's happening with the COVID situation, bro. So, you know, it yeah, is what it is. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. All right, let me get back, let me get back to study. All right, All right my brother. I appreciate out, you, man. my we brother. We appreciate that for real. Uh, tell the wife and kids yeah. I said I love them, man. Will do. All right, bro. All right. So y'all heard that, you know, that was our NBA analyst, pro analyst. I'm somewhat of an analyst, but I do give it to Chad. He, he breaks it down just a tad bit better than I do. <laughs> a lot. Man, but no, 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 no. I understand. We both speak some similar language, you know what I mean? But it's always good to hear his perspective because he'll he'll really give you some insight on some some real facts and some, you know, some long, how you call it, some details of the past, things that I may not be able to dig up. But definitely thank you, Chad, for uh, pulling up on us. Yeah, Locked man. on Banter Podcast Show. We needed that. Yeah, man. All right, so let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. I think Facts. we went, we doing thirty minutes into the sports. We lost all the ladies, man. So. <laughs> they lost the ladies. Don't worry, we we gonna get the ladies back. Episode fifty back, is man. special. We get y'all back, man. I feel it. Episode fifty is gonna be special for y'all. All right, man. So do we have anything that we need to run down? Show store, store, store shows, our movies, or anything? Nah, just think, uh, shout out to you for pointing me in the direction of that Project Power with Jamie Foxx. That was a pretty you. dope movie. I ain't gonna lie. I got something else for you that you just got to check out. Go ahead and tell me because I got an update. Cobra Kai on Netflix. It's two seasons in, right? It's two seasons in on Netflix. It dropped, it. But they dropped the two seasons back to back around the same time. Sometimes during it's quarantine. It, it's basically the Karate Kid mm-hmm. 30 years later. Yeah, yeah. That's and what it, I, I remember seeing. It, I remember looking at this a couple of years ago when I seen it on YouTube, and I'm like, "This yeah, because no that's initially trailer. what they did. That's initially what yeah. they did. They dropped it on YouTube Red, and it was initially on YouTube Red, but then Netflix bought it out, and they dropped the two seasons. Yeah, uh, together. But it's a top ten right now. It's it's worth it. Watch it. I'm gonna catch it. Don't and it's only thirty minutes episodes. I thought it was like hour episodes because it's just that good, and I was just that into it. Yeah. Speak, <laughs> but it's thirty um, minutes episodes. Speaking <laughs> of top ten, well, I don't know if this made top ten. I think it did. This random ass show, if you haven't seen it already, uh, Sneakerheads. I haven't. Sneakerheads got King Batch and um, I forgot the little light skin dude name, but uh, it's more or less just what it sounds like. It's a show about a guy who's pretty much groomed past the the sneakerhead stage, but his man's King Batch keep trying to bring him back in. And if anyone knows about the sneakerhead life, and I promise you, I'm no expert, but I do know <laughs> a little bit about it. Uh, it could be an addictive thing, and um, 
It's it's something that you have to invest Shout a lot Andy of. Shout out to my cousin Kevin. <laughs> they are they on that? Oh yeah. Shout out to my boy Kylie, Dante's Quam brother. <laughs> they are uh, sneakerheads. Quam, Chad, Sean. When I tell you, but this is like the traveling sneakerheads. They really like try to move from mall to mall, flipping shoes. It's the resale game more or less. Okay, I'll see. So that. that part of the sneakerhead, not just the collecting, but the resale and, and whatever. But I'm about five episodes in. It's they're like 25 minutes, so it's perfect, a perfectly quick watch. But it's amusing as uh, so far. Um, just, just a quick shout out to that little show. Cause it's kind of got my little, my little head watching that shit right now. So yeah, definitely, definitely. And also as well, one of the popular shows that's kind of going on that a lot of people are talking about is Ratchet on Netflix. Ratchet. I haven't necessarily, I haven't watched it yet, but I'll keep hearing great reviews about it. So that's kind of my plans to watch this weekend. What's Ratchet. that? What's up with that P-Valley shit? I've told you about P-Valley. I know, but I, I just seen a couple you people, a couple women post about it. You need saying, to watch P-Valley. I'm going to see what this P-Valley is about. That's you all I kept saying. You need to watch P how many seasons for that? Do you know? It's only one season. I think it's maybe 10 episodes. But uh, you need okay. to watch it. It's good, bro. It's, I'm, I'm, it's I'm weird as fuck. <laughs> it's weird as fuck. Don't get it twisted. Uh-huh. But it's good. It's okay, because I'm going to have a little more and, time. And, yes, the, and they, they have some homosexual scenes and oh, do not be shit. disturbed, but it's good. Oh, shit. That's and honestly, though, I was just having a conversation about this earlier today uh, with somebody. And it seems like every show that's on TV, no matter what show it is, has some type of homosexual scene. Yeah, I think it's a norm. I think it's a must at this point. I think yeah, directors, I think whoever's putting these shows together are making sure they make it a thing that they put these 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 scenes in there. I remember watching Empire for the first time and they forced it in there and now it became every scene damn near. Uh, How to Get Away with Murder, however that show's called, they had that shit. But I don't know. Anyway. Anyways, man, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up and you can shut this thing down. We've been on long enough. Most def, so yeah, go ahead and get your boy. Uh, let me get y'all my social media. I have yet to jump back on Facebook. I think I might make an appearance this week. It's been a year and three months, but I'm, I'm just might check on it for for other reasons, not just to socialize, but for other reasons. But anyway, you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> In the meantime, at anwarw underscore three five seven. It's a n. W A R the letter W underscore three five seven and Squared Fitness is my training uh, Instagram where I'm actually going to take clients starting this week. I know we're going into the fall winter season, but I got a few folks lined up, and um, you know we're trying to make a movement there too. So support your boy on that. If you need anything on a personal training nutrition tip, please hit your boy in a DM. Squared Fitness. Uh, Watts, talk to him. Yeah, you already know who it is, man. This is your boy Watts. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Watts number four. That is W A T T S number four. And you can hit up the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew on Instagram and Twitter at L R B A N T E R four zero seven. That's the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew on both Instagram and Twitter, and the Locker Room Banner Podcast show on Facebook. From the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew, we, we out. out. Listen twice. Nope, I mean, nope. <laughs> oh no, I got.